Hey guys, before we start out, I want to say thank you to Craig Campbell for running us through his RPG, Capers Noir. If, after listening, you're interested in giving this RPG a try, please check out the Kickstarter going on at the time of this posting. Link down below. Anyway, here are the names of some of our Patreon partners in crime. Michael Merwin, David Ferdman, Niels, Colin Matter, Daniel Greer, Gregory Larson, Goat Throne Covenant, David W.F., Monique Cummings, and Paul Pardon. Thanks for being our favorite noir superheroes. What, you telling me that we actually talked to a ghost? The bomber! I know, I know. You'll get him for me, right, my boys? You'll get him for me. You start making your way back there, and uh, as you're going, Monty, um, you uh, you get the distinct feeling that someone or something is following you. Hey, everybody! This is Billy from the Fanable Podcast Network, and I'm excited to uh, to announce that we have a guest GM today. We are here with. Uh, Dan, we are here with Dave, and we are here with Craig from the Nerd Burger. So let's uh, let's uh, have you introduce yourself. Tell us what game we're playing, and let's just get started. Um, yeah, I'm Craig Campbell um, from Nerd Burger Games, and we are going to play Capers Noir. Um, it is um, a supplement for Capers, um, which uh, came out back in October, and I'm running a Kickstarter for a little supplement. The, the supplement's going to have all sorts of additional cool stuff for your characters, all sorts of cool stuff for the GM, um, and it also has an alternate setting in it that takes the game forward um, from the 20s in Prohibition to the 1940s and crime noir. So it's all very moody, atmospheric, solving mysteries, dealing with uh, strange things, um, and um, the, the, this version of the, of the 40s in this, in this world of course, you're we're playing criminals and cops type characters with superpowers, um, but in the '40s in crime noir uh, or in uh, uh, capers noir, there's a little bit of a horror bite edge to it. Um, there's a bit of um, uh, things that lurk in the dark, bumps in the night, um, that are part of the setting too. So playing off of the um, light and darkness of noir, and we're gonna have it. Uh, there's some monsters out there. I love it. I love it. So do, do you want us to just go around and introduce our characters? Yes, please. Okay, I'll start. Uh, then we'll go to Dan, and then we'll go to Dave. Uh, hey, guys, I'm Billy, and I am playing... Uh, my name is Mickey Blue Ice. Uh, not eyes. Ice. I shoot ice. I uh, used to be a cop. Um, boy in blue. And then I was investigating some uh, refrigerator factory some breaking and i went in there something exploded and now my heart is as cold as antarctica's asshole <laughs> and uh I, mean, I, I, do, <laughs> I mean i do have a code i try not to kill cops it's you know we all just doing our job out there we all got families to go home to i don't kill them hopefully they don't kill me I'm a little bit arrogant, but that's okay. Every bank robber who could shoot ice should be. And there you go. Dan? All right. And uh, so this is Dan, and I will be playing Ricky Double Take Evans. I'm, uh, I like to take myself as a uh, businessman, really. Legitimate or otherwise, it's 
all about knowing where to squeeze and who to talk to and what to say or sometimes show. Uh, and if you know just the right cards to play, well, people tend to do what you want. Now, the problem is I could have I gone legit, sure. But uh, my associate here, he mentioned something about family. And, uh, well, I got a sentimental side. What can I say? When you go into business, well, it's just business. But when you're here, your family. Oh, my God. Right, right. Yeah, I went there. All right. I think I'm done. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, hey, everybody. This is Dave. And I'm playing uh, Monty Squish Sullivan. Uh, I've, uh, you know, been part of the, uh, the, the the gang, the family, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I mean, my, uh, my uh, associate would call it family. I would call it, you know, like a crew. Uh, I'm a little uh, romantic like that. Um, I was, uh, you know, a, a small time, uh, fella, um, you know, around the, around the neighborhood, uh, you know, knocking over, uh, uh, you know, like, uh, uh, small dime stores and, and things like that. And then, uh, you know, the war came and, uh, I signed up, I signed up because I'm brave. You know, I was just like, what are they going to do to me that I can't do to them? And, uh, anyways, I'm back. Um, and, uh, and the crew picked me up the, where we left off, and uh, uh, I, I, I used my uh, unique skill set to uh, be, you know, the best damn lookout that this gang's ever seen. Um, and uh, sometimes I'm even, uh, you know, a distraction, uh, and sometimes I even uh, show up to be a uh, a, a witness at a at certain uh, at certain people's um, court hearings. Um, but I, I really don't have the, uh, I don't really have the nerve for, um, uh, for, for, for fighting no more, but, uh, you know what, you know what, uh, non-violent money spends just as well as, uh, cracking heads money. So, uh, that's, that's, that's what I do now. Um, and, uh, what's important, what's important is I, uh, you know what, I found God, uh, in my time back and, uh, it's really kind of straightened me out. I don't, I don't drink, I don't cuss, I don't. I don't uh, smoke uh, and uh, treat everybody with respect. And, you know, slowly but surely, I think the other guys are going to, they're going to come around and they're going to find Jesus. That's me. Okay. So um, a Capers Noir story typically involves some amount of mystery. There's going to be, uh, uh, it, it may not be a mystery, like one long, big mystery that carries you all the way through, but there'll be a, like, you know, something that you got to kind of figure out. And then, you know, there might be something that happens before. There might be something that you got to kind of wrap up at the end. Um, this uh, this particular adventure, um, we've just got three players, so we should be able to keep things moving nice and tight and kind of get through a, a nice little story in like a relatively compact uh, amount of time. Hopefully, listeners, um, this will uh, make for a... A nice, clean, tight listen. You won't be, uh, you know, this is this is not critical role. You will not be listening to this for for ages and ages. Um, we're gonna tell we're gonna tell one story. So here we go. It's just after the war, Los Angeles, a city filled with corrupt politicians and cops, with even more corrupt criminals, gangsters, thieves, hoods. To top it all off. At night, when it gets dark, there's things. Things that go bump in the night. Things that creep and crawl, that watch you walking down the street. 
that peer into your soul. Tonight, the three of you are at the warehouse. You're there to meet your boss, Henrietta Holloway. She's a gangster. She's uh, she runs a little crew. Um, not rich. You're not uh, you're not swimming in the in the moolah, but you're doing all right. But you suspect that she's kind of gotten herself in uh, into some trouble with some of the bigger crime syndicates and some of the bigger organized families. She's uh, invited you to come out to the warehouse because she's. You've been stockpiling merchandise, um, some alcohol, cigarettes, jewelry, things that fell off the trucks, you know, um, things that you managed to, you happened to come across, that the group, that the crew acquired. And uh, she's ready to try to move some of that to, uh, to get some money back into your hands, get some money back into the other people's hands in the crew, um, and also to deal with some of her own personal debts. You know that she's dealing with some problems. She has you come along. She wants the three of you to handle some uh, uh, distribution, as it were. She calls you her three boys. She has a, a quite the affinity for you. Um, she never got married. She never had children. She treats the three of you much like sons. You arrive. She gives you the rundown of what's going to be happening. And uh, you know, distributing everything in the warehouse. And the three of you walk back outside to bring the trucks up. You've brought a couple of panel vans with you, and you're going to load those things up, take them to, uh, to some purchasers. And while you're out there, there's a blinding flash of light and an ear-shattering explosion as the warehouse blows up. Oh, Henrietta! The three of you are knocked to the ground, head spinning. For a few seconds, you can't even catch your bearings. You don't know what whether whether it's up or down. Um, your eyes have to adjust to the darkness once again after that blinding light sears themselves into your, uh, sears light into your retinas and you're watching the warehouse. And the, the, the great thing about an explosion like this is that it blew the warehouse to pieces. It knocked you over. The walls are blown out. There's a lot of fire, but an explosion of this nature tends to put out some of its own flame in the process. So there's, there's, there's something moving around inside the warehouse that is not flickering flame, and all of you see it. What do you do? Yeah. Mickey is immediately going to activate his cold power, which is just uh, – he's basically uh, creating a row of spikes on his arms as he's approaching, ready to just uh, rip off those spikes and throw them if he has to. You all look over, and uh, Monty uh, Squish has become – uh, liquid. The second there is any sort of loud sound, that's usually his response. And there's a puddle of Monty next to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Ricky has immediately uh, moved over uh, and hidden behind one of the cars, putting, uh, you know, one of the trucks, putting them between himself and the explosion. And he's got his derringer out and he's uh, calling out to Mickey. Mickey, what the hell do you see out there? I'm trying to find out. Harriet, is that you? Henrietta. Oh, you Henrietta. You, Henrietta. 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 <laughs> Henrietta. Whatever your name is. We never, you know, I called you mom. Mom, is that you? <laughs> we were never that close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Mickey's going to be approaching uh, the movement, hoping that it's Henrietta. And but he is uh, preparing just in case something else is going on. But he's trying to wave through the smoke. If the fire's too hard, he's going to hit it with a blast of cold. Uh, but he's just trying to get close to see what's up. Um, so you start moving in, and uh, indeed there is flames everywhere. There's spots where you can kind of weave in between them a little bit. 
but there there are also spots where you need to lay down a little bit of a blast of cold um, to extinguish some of the flame, and it's slow going. Um, as you look up ahead, I'm going to have all of you make perception sense checks. In in capers, um, as in capers noir, of course, you've got six um, attributes or six traits. Um, they are charisma, agility, uh, perception, expertise, resilience, and strength. And um, each of them is rated one or higher, typically between one and three. If you've got a superpower, it might be a four or a five. And you've also got some skills that are some areas of expertise, things that you're really good at. Um, so checks are always made as a combination of a trait and a skill. In this case, it's perception and sense. So whatever your perception rating is, that's your card count for the, for the check you're going to make. And you can add one to that if you have the sense skill. So okay, figure, makes figure sense. out what your card count is, and that's going to be how many cards you get to flip maximum to make this check. So the way this will work is that uh, you'll each make a check, and uh, I'm going to let you, you can go ahead and make your checks and tell me what you get. Um, basically, it works like this. You're going to flip a card, one card. Um, the pip value of the card determines success versus failure, two, three, four, all the way up to ace high. For example, you might need a 10 or better to succeed, but you're not going to know what that, what that target score is. The suit of the card determines degree of success or failure. So it goes clubs up to spades, worst to best. Clubs is always the worst possible result. Spades is always the best. So you could flip a very high card like the king of clubs. King is good, very high, but clubs is the worst suit. It's going to come with a complication. You succeed, but barely, and there's a problem. So you have the choice to flip another card, and now that old card is gone. You take the new card, and you are hoping to get a better result, a better, you know, a high check with a better suit, but you risk failure in the process. So every trait check is a little bit of a gamble. It's a press your luck sort of system. I, I, I appreciate it. Um, so a uh, quick question. I've got a perception of three and a sense of one. So there'd be four pulls. You've got four cards, one at a nice. time. Cool. Great. And you pull and you pull a card one at a time and you decide if you keep on going. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. Okay. Got it. Um, all right, Billy, go first. Yeah, uh, Mickey got a King of Diamonds. Which is pretty solid. <laughs> I imagine you're going to stick with that. Yes, I am. All right, let me see. Flipping a card here. Uh, six of spades. Hmm. You know what? I got a second card. I've got a got a perception of two. No uh, sense skills. So second and last card. Let's see what that comes out to. Ten of hearts. That seems better. Okay. You stick on the ten. Yep. All right. So I've got a jack of spades, and spades is a no bueno card, if I recall correctly. Spades is good. Oh, yeah, never mind. I'm good. Yeah. Clubs is bad. Spades is good. That's what I'm thinking of. All right. Clubs is bad. All right. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Jack of spades. Yeah. So all of you see the the form that's moving around in there because it's been kind of darting, and it is humanoid. Um, it, you know, it appears to have a a torso and arms. You can't really see legs because there's debris in the way. Um, we're going to say that um, who got this, the the spades? I did. Um, uh, that doesn't help me. I need your. Uh, give me your I'm sorry, go David. By your char- uh, Mickey. Character names. Uh, Mickey. Monty. 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 Monty Squish. <laughs> Monty. Sorry. Got- sorry. I keep forgetting I'm the only one with that's not on camera right it's now. Okay. <laughs> Monty, um, you make out that um, it's Henrietta, and uh, the reason you do that, even though uh, uh, Mickey got the king. Um, is because you got spades, and spades is, and when, when when you succeed, spades is a boon. You get something extra out of it. Um, where clubs is a little, you know a complication or something bad, spades is always a little bit of an extra. So um, yeah, Henrietta is still walking around in there. 
Can uh, the boon be I find a path through the fire that won't burn me? Uh, well, the group of you, um, with, with, with Ice Blaster guy there, with Mickey, um, you'll, you'll mm-hmm. find your way through. It might take a little okay, bit of time. Okay, cool, cool. Okay. All right, I form up and I say, it's him, it's the boss. I told her she was an, she's a nasty old broad. Hey, Henrietta, you over, we're over here. Come here. I'll, I'll, I'll douse you if you need to. I'm just waving, shooting some blasts uh, at some fire that's separating us. Yeah, Ricky comes from out from around the, uh, the vehicle. He's got his derringer, but it's pointing down. He's like, Henrietta, Henrietta, you okay? Um, you don't get a response. No voice comes back out of the, out of the, uh, out of the fire. Hey, Craig, do we know anything about Henrietta? Like, do we know that she's super tough or anything like that? Or we just or is she a mystery to um, us? You know that you, you have no belief that she has any sort of uh, special abilities, but you know that she's a pretty tough broad. She has to be. Yeah. So we're going to continue to approach this person, especially with Squish behind me uh, telling me that it's Henrietta. So, yeah, we're just trying to get to her as soon as possible. Okay. Um you get to the point where you can't go any further. I mean, the flames, I mean, you, you can, you've got a, a, an ice blast, but it would take you a long time to really extinguish because you're kind of getting to the heart of where the explosion was. And there's a lot of fire there. Um, and uh, so you could try to uh, get Henrietta's attention um, or look for another way around. Um, you do have uh, uh, um, uh, Monty, you know, you, uh, you seem to have... Uh, when you when you saw her in there, it's like you you kind of had a brief moment of eye contact. Like she knows you're out there. She's just maybe having a hard time finding a way out of the uh, the dangerous area. Uh, should I? Cr- uh, sorry. Uh, so Monty's uh, gonna look over at uh, Monty's gonna look over at uh, Mickey and say, "Hey, Mickey, give me a bunch of steam." I'll do what I can, I say, as I, yeah, I'm going to try to shoot into, like, the heart of the fire to give him as much steam as I okay, can. Okay, so you, you start blasting cold into the fire, steam rises up. What's the plan there, Monty? Monty is going to turn into gas and use the steam as a jet up to get a bird's eye view of what is going on with the fire and try to get eyes on, uh, on uh, our boss. Um, you ride yeah. the steam. <laughs> Um, and, uh, you take a look down and you see, um, your boss, who looks like steam. She's transparent, translucent. If you didn't know better, you'd swear she was a ghost. <laughs> to no one in particular, because he doesn't have, like, vocal cords, he says, oh, shucks. And then he f- forms back down and then... Uh, lands in the hero's pose, you know, one fist down, the oh, other sure. one notched on his knee. <laughs> um, and then goes, <coughs> Oh God, the smoke is terrible here. Uh, look, the, the boss went that way over there, but uh, we need to get out of here right now. What, the boss? We need to get to her. Yeah, she went over there. Uh, uh, I don't know, northeast? I don't see any... I don't know where the where the moss grows on the south side. So, uh, we need to get out of here, man. Uh, yeah, lead the way. All right. Yeah. yeah. Ricky, lead the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, R- Ricky's kind of just looking confused at the whole, but she's right there. And he, again, he starts calling out her to Henrietta, can you get to us? Okay. Um, what we're going to do here is we're going to enter, um, in, in Capers Noir, there's a set, a subset of rules for investigation. Um, and so, 
the the real kicker for investigation games is if if you know like Gumshoe and some some of those types of games that have in, that are investigation oriented, that there's nothing that slows down an investigation faster than making a check, failing it, and you got nothing. And you can't move the story forward. So you will get something in, in during an investigation that will continue you moving forward. But the better you the better you uh, make your investigation check by, the more you will get. So um, we're going to try to uh, we're going to call this the first investigation check because you need to get effectively you need to get your witness out. Uh, your witness happens to be the murder you know the murdered character. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm going to have you make a, uh, give me a, a charisma diplomacy <clears throat> check. Um, and then this is going to be, um, it's, it's a charisma diplomacy check. We consider it um, effectively an investigation check. So it's part of those rule set. Um, so go ahead and uh, make your check. All right, great. I've got charisma three and I've got the diplomacy skill. So I guess that gives me a maximum of four draws. Start with the first one. That's a nine of diamonds. I mean, nine's not bad, but I've got, got three, three more, more chances. chances. Yep, you know what? I've got three more chances. Let's, let's make this happen. Not take the nine. Second draw. Four diamonds. Definitely not taking that one. Third draw. Five of clubs. Ugh. All right, I'm down to my, my last. Let's see what we got. Whatever. Uh, seven of spades. All right, spades are good, even if seven's not great. Okay, here's, so that's the uh, final result. Before you make a decision, here's what you got. You've got a couple of options. Um, each of you has three moxie. Moxie is a resource in the game that you will spend and you will gain, and it'll go up and down. You've got, you start with three. Um, and there's two things you can do with your Moxie that might help you out. You can um, elect to spend a Moxie to get one more card to flip. You can also spend a Moxie to recall one card from earlier in your current check. So that uh -huh. nine that you had, you could go back to that by spending a Moxie. Interesting. Or you could flip another card. What do you do? Huh. You know what? I'll, I'll go ahead and spend the first moxie of the game, and I'll bring back that nine. I'm 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 not willing to take the risk on another unknown right now after after spending four of them. So spending one moxie down to two, and keeping that nine of diamonds. Okay, you um you start calling out to her, um, and after a, a few moments, she floats out of the fire. Um, she's not touching the ground. In fact, her her legs end in just kind of wisps, like she doesn't even have feet. And she's just floating across the floor. Um, and uh, she emerges from the fire, and she looks um, both terrified and angry at the same time. And she floats right up in front of your face and says, He did it! Uh, okay, who did we know what it is? But Henrietta, what? What? Who? Who did this? The bomber. I know. I know. You'll get him for me, right, my boys? You'll get him for me. The, of course we will. We just need a little bit more than just the bomber. Clearly, it's a bomber. Who? What's his name? We'll find him. And she that's is, assuming it's a he. Come on now. She is so. Let's be <laughs> <laughs> Let's be realistic. We work for a woman. Let's not piss her off. She's already a poltergeist. <laughs> She's irate. She can't seem to spit the words out. She just keeps repeating over and over that she knows who did it. So I'm going to need you to try to calm her with a charisma dis uh, diplomacy check. Or actually, let's call this charisma insight. You're going to try to play off of her. You're going to try to read her emotions, figure out what might bring her down gotcha. so that she can speak. 
right. Or well, I happen you, to have insight as well. Or you can so. uh, roll, Dan, you can roll resilience to show her that you ain't afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> oh, okay. You're fired. <laughs> yeah, that's a game over. Great. Hey, hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said she's a poltergeist. I thought she was Portuguese. <laughs> but I'm, I'm very conf- I'm very confused here. No, I like how this I like how the storyteller told me I'm fired in the middle of a conflagration. I appreciate that level. <laughs> All Anyways, right, Dan, so, get on with it. <laughs> charisma and insight, both of which I have. Again, four cards. Let's start with the first one, and we flip, and we got a Queen of Hearts. You know what? I think I'm just going to stick with that Queen. All right, you say uh, you, you talk to her, you soothe her, you you, you kind of manage to get her to calm down, and she says, "It was Barty, Barty, Bartholomew, Bartholomew, Bartholomew Ter- Taylor. People know him, the people call him Barty. He's a freelancer. He's a bomber. He, he takes out places that uh, that if you want him gone, he puts him on the ground. He fires him up. He blows him up. His name's Barty. I saw." I saw that plastic uh, just before the explosion. Just before I saw the uh, no, not plastic, uh, plastique. That new plastic. stuff. He uses that. It's got to be him. And she's ah, she's, she's just so angry. Like, yeah, makes sense to me, Barty. At least it's a place to start. Henrietta, we are going to find him. We're going to get to the bottom of this. Uh, is there anything we can? Get you? It kind of looks at the other two, <laughs> kind of like, uh, <laughs> what's the etiquette with uh, ghosts around here? I don't know. <laughs> Just get him. Just get him for me, boys. Don't worry. And when we do, it'll be cold as ice. <laughs> with that, she kind of, she doesn't like leave, but she sort of just dis- dissipates and, and kind of fades out. You get the feeling that she's still there, but you can't see her. Oh, good. Like, uh, <laughs> like guilt. <laughs> she really is, Mom. <laughs> Wait, every, everybody, get out of here! Get out of the fire! We 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 regroup at the the car over there, and we're heading out of this fire. And uh, the, as we walk, I look towards Squish, and I'm like, "You never told me Henrietta and you had the same abilities. What's the chances?" Well, you mean you look down at the puddle that's collected at your feet <laughs> that is not taking any chances. The sad thing is I'm looking at the uh, a wrong puddle. It's actually just a mud puddle that I'm yelling at. Like, hey, why didn't you tell me? Oh, don't go silent on me. I'll stomp on you. <laughs> so you guys get back to the car and my character is waiting there, uh, sucking on a candy cigarette that he's taken out of his candy cigarette pack, nervously looking at everybody. Um, All right. So uh, I heard what you said back there. And uh, hey, look, uh, the boss was never, uh, you know, like one of us. Or uh, definitely not one of me, not to say, you know, I'm one of a kind, but she, uh, you know, if she could do something like that, I would know. And I don't know. What? You telling me that we actually talked to a ghost? You shoot ice out of your everything. And that's the weirdest thing you can think of. Hey, 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 my, my ailment is scientific. I ain't dealing with no ghost ghostly apparitions and and afterlife i mean if there's ghosts then there's a heaven and if there's a heaven there's a hell and then i have to start questioning all my moral judgments and all my my sins oh my god i haven't been to confession in freaking two years hey 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 hey, hey. calm down calm down all we know right now is there are ghosts and there's a burning warehouse i don't know if that counts as heaven or hell either way it's right next door we got an angry ghost of somebody that we care about 
asking for vengeance. You know what? When family needs vengeance, that's what we do. I can do vengeance. It's it's best served cold. So, oh where are we God. going? <laughs> hey, 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 I'm trying. I, it's a coping mechanism, okay? I'm just dealing with the loss of Her- Henrietta. No, I, I finally it. got her name. I get it. No, you're just being cool. You're real cool. <laughs> no, I'm an ice guy, okay? Right. Sorry. Sorry. So, where's this? Uh, what was she saying? Barty? Yeah, Barty. Bartholo- Bartholomew uh, uh, Taylor. He's a, he's a, he's a bomber. He, he works for some of the families. You know, he just does some freelance work. Yeah, you've heard of him. You've heard of him, um, Monty. Uh, and you know that he frequents a place called the Scarlet Fern. It's a nightclub. Oh, shoot. I've been waiting to get in there for years, he says literally to no one. <laughs> uh, the Scarlet Fern is, is in a neighborhood that was once very nice and has just kind of fallen to pieces a little bit. Um, there's been a lot of immigration to Los Angeles, and um, it causes population to shift, and um, some neighborhoods you know, grow and become nicer and bigger. Other neighborhoods kind of fall off and uh, end up being one of the uh, places that you would call the other side of the tracks. And uh, that's where the Scarlet Fern is. And Scarlet Fern was once a very nice nightclub. It was a very posh, very uh, respectable joint. Um, and it still has the air of that. But they haven't replaced um, or repaired some of uh, you know their furniture. Um, so all these red velvet um, chairs are still, you know, they, they should have been replaced five years ago. Um, but they've still got the, the, the whole place has kind of the air of, uh, of, of fancy. But... In decline. Okay, hey Craig, I have a, a question on the rules, real sure. quickly. When we when we draw, do we shuffle it back in, or do we leave uh, it into a, like a drawn pile? Uh, leave it in a discard pile. Um, the game the game calls for uh, when there might be reshuffles. Um, for, we we may or may not see them, depending on kind of how far you know how many uh, how many uh, different types of encounters and how many checks we get. Usually. Um, the uh, the idea is to let the the discard pile build up a little bit because that changes the dynamic of the deck that you have remaining. Um, cards, unlike dice, have a history, um, so you have cards that are now out of your deck. Like you you had uh, um, uh, Ricky, you had you know some not so good cards. Well, now right now your deck leans a little bit high now because you haven't seen a lot of face cards or aces. Right, um, right. Cool. So that changes that might change. Uh, you know, if you if you bleed a lot of those low cards out, you might decide to take more risks. Um, because you know mm. you've got a lot more better cards left. I like that. Um, yep. Okay, great, great. So, um, the Scarlet Fern. What's the plan? So, um, so he hangs out at this place called the Scarlet Fern. Guys, you, you, you've heard of the Scarlet, right? Uh, you know, uh, fancy place, real fancy place, full of fancy people. Fancy people with like you know collars. They they have like collars, and then they have like cufflinks and stuff. Cufflinks, not too nice, but not nice enough. And we've uh, all been to the Scarlet Fern. It's not that hard to get into. Exactly, well, I was have, there last night. You have? <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course, we all have. That's why wouldn't you be let in? And you're telling me this guy's usually there, huh? Uh, yeah, I've, people have seen him around. It's it's where if you want a job from uh, from body, then uh, you can go there. <laughs> You've you've really been inside? Of course we've been inside. Come on. Yeah, okay, Ricky quietly going, adjusts his cufflinks, of course, just just gives <laughs> gives Monty a look. <laughs> so yeah, we're leaping into a car then, like one of the trucks that uh we were we were in the uh middle of packing up and we just hop into that truck and we're just taking off 
Okay. Yep, towards the Scarlet. Um, you hit the road, uh, drive a little while, you get to the Scarlet Fern. Like I said, the neighborhood's a little bit run down. The Scarlet Fern itself um, has a nice exterior, has a great big, beautiful lit-up sign. Um, as you walk in, you see, as, as, as I discussed, it is, um, this was once a fancy place, and it's just kind of falling off. Um, it's about half full um, this evening. Uh, the, 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 you know, there's a bar along one wall. That's about, that's, that's, that's pretty close to full. There's a lot of people over there drinking their worries away. Um, the dining room area itself is about half full. A couple of wait, uh, staff are walking around. Um, you don't see anybody that, I mean, you, you, you know of Barty, but you, you know, there's nothing that's screaming, hey, look at me, I'm Barty. Um, so you've got, uh, a restaurant, a nightclub full of, uh, people that, uh, might know something, um, or you could go looking around, or you could, uh, there's a lot of options. What you, what would you like to do? Yeah, uh, uh, Mickey, he's going to the guy that always knows where everything is, the bartender. Sure. Uh, what are the other fellows up to? Yeah, Ricky, uh, he kind of, uh, motions to Monty, uh, he goes like, take a look around, see if, uh, by any chance you spot him. I'm going to go get myself a booth. <laughs> Ricky's going to have dinner. <laughs> so Ricky walks off and the camera leaves Ricky as he walks off of screen and then focuses on Monty. And Monty looks around and says, yeah, look around. So this is the fern. Hot dog. <laughs> and, he and he goes to look around for the first time in his life. <laughs> How exciting. <laughs> um. Mickey, you go talk to the bartender. Um, yeah, Mickey approaches the bar. He's a couple of tools available. He's a fairly large guy, uh, probably about six one, built like a linebacker. So when he gets up to the bartender, he usually hovers over a lot of the patron. He's just looking down, trying to find the bartender that would most likely uh, be the one who would be willing to talk. Um, all right. Well, you catch uh, the eye of uh, a young lady back there with dark hair. Um, she's looking very hurried and harried. Um, she looks like, uh, you know, she's so back there slinging drinks and she gets a couple other people set up and she finally gets a moment to breathe where she's not trying to put a drink together. And then she sees you kind of hovering um, and she sidles down next to you. Um, classic bartender style, cleaning out a glass with a cloth and says, uh, what'll it be? His name is Barty. Barty Taylor. I want information. He, uh, he and I have a debt that we have to discuss. I think I'm being subtle here, but my character has a charisma of one, so that subtlety is probably as thick as the ice you can make. She just, like, she's she was in nice mode, and she was kind of smiling at you and everything, and she just stops cleaning out the glass and just kind of looks at you. Body Taylor, I've never heard of that drink. What's in it? Well, hopefully a couple bullets by the end of the night. <laughs> Um, that throws her for a little bit of a loop. Uh, she can't help but chuckle. And, um, she just kind of looks down, up and down the bar at the other, the other, uh, people uh, sitting there drinking. Nobody really seems to be paying attention to you. They're all kind of head down. You know, these are, these are real bar flies. They're just there to get, uh, to get their drink on. And, uh, she leans into you and says, so what's in it for me? Do you like magic? Is this some kind of scam? He reaches out and he grabs like a cocktail napkin and then he's going to use his encase ability to to freeze it uh in his finger between his fingers and then 
He's going to flick it like a uh, like a, uh, a ninja star into the back of the bar. <laughs> um. Okay, so you you do a trick with your ice. <laughs> um, we're gonna call that. Uh, let's call this like essentially a performance kind of thing, but it's really more about you know. Clearly, you have uh, you know you have no pattern. You have no you have no no chutzpah, no 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 voice for the. For, for for telling the show, so this is not a you know like a charisma kind of thing. This is a this is an agility kind of thing. You're kind of doing something. We'll call it we'll call it sleight of hand. You know, it's kind of like doing something kind of deft and cool with your hands. Agility sleight of hand to impress her. Great. So yeah, I'm going to. Uh, uh, I have uh, agility three. Uh, my first card's a two of diamonds. No. Uh, I have a joker. Is that bad? Oh, or good? you have to define oh. that. Yeah. Uh, which which Joker? <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's a bad Joker and there's a good Joker. Um, we didn't. I don't think we talked about that beforehand. Um, let's do this. Uh, you got a coin handy, <laughs> or or a D six odds and evens. Uh, sure, I got a D six. Okay. Yeah. Let's do odds. Yeah. Let's, let's do odds we're and evens. Podcasters, we don't have money lined around, but we have d sixes yeah. <laughs> as much as you want. Odds, odds and evens. Uh, call it evens for good Joker. Roll it. Four. That's a good Joker. Evens. Okay, so the way it works is, uh, and and the other the other two of you, um, yeah, we'll have to kind of deal with it as we go. If you if you know that your two Jokers look different, um, in your deck. Typically, the way I do it is um, if the if it's the Joker with the trademark or the or the Joker that's all black, that's the good Joker because uh, black is always black always does something in the game. You know, spades and clubs always does something, um, so we use that. And then the other Joker is the bad Joker. We'll deal with it if we if we need to. Um, so we're gonna cool. So yeah, yeah, I have a red. Jo- I have a red Joker. Okay, so we'll so, call the red cool. jo- call the red Joker. And it, actually, with those of you with your deck, if you want to take a look, flip through, look at your look at your, your Jokers. Make sure you know which one's the good one and the bad one. Then just reshuffle the deck. Don't redo. Don't throw the discard back in. Just right. the remaining deck, so that you know what your Joker. Cool. Are. Um, so yeah. Hey so everybody, sorry I we, pulled, we forgot to prep for the Joker thing. <laughs> so <laughs> all right, so I got I got a black Joker, which we're gonna say is a good, good Joker, Joker, and then I have the red Joker somewhere in there. Yeah, so yeah, I've um, got a blue and a red. So jo- blue will be bad, red will be good. Good Joker always counts as um, it counts as a success and a boon. So it, you are particularly impressive, and um, if you had got and, and you would actually you also get an additional action. Um, which is mostly useful if it's like a an action scenario that you're in, like if you're in a combat or some other sort of action sequence. Um, if you want, to, you can try to you know you can uh, th- you know, use that action to throw another trick or something cool on top of things. Yeah, uh, once when I when I flick this frozen napkin into the back of the bar, it hits like the top of like a bottle. And uh, it gushes out like champagne gushes out, and I'm there to catch like a, a nice stream of it in a mug, and then I take a sip. Okay, well, we'll say you did all sorts of cool stuff. You're not she. She is clearly impressed. Um, so she's gonna she's gonna be willing to talk to you a little bit. She says, uh, "Yeah, uh, Barty was here, and in fact, uh, I think he was here a little earlier. Sometimes when he's feeling kind of lonely, and he's uh, when his girl's not uh, around." He likes to go back to, uh, we've got like a couple of back rooms back there that people, like regulars and people can use. Um, sometimes, you know, cost a little more, but they go back there and they can have a little privacy. So I, the last time I saw him, he went back to one of those. It was earlier in the day. I mean, I, he may not be back there anymore, but that's what I saw last. You said he is girl's not here. Which girl is his? 
Um, she looks around, kind of scans the whole place and says, I don't see her here. I've not talked to her. I don't know her name or nothing about her. But he's been here with the girl a few times. What she look like? Uh, she's a little, a little petite blonde, little waif of a thing. Doesn't look like, uh, like she could, uh, stand up to a stiff breeze. Oh, okay. So she ain't a pretty, she ain't as pretty as you. Got it. Uh, well now she just blushes and like, now there's people at the bar who are like, they have finishing their drink and they're trying to, to wave her down and, uh, and she's just like, she doesn't even see him. She's like, you've won her over. Like <laughs> your gruff yeah, exterior uh, and your fancy yeah. tricks. He, he, he tips his fedora and then says, you got people waiting. Don't give him the cold shoulder. And then wah, he walks wah. away, uh, <laughs> heading uh, towards where Ricky's uh, seated, uh, seated at. Okay. Do you have a sponsor? What's going on with your <laughs> your brand management Listen, is on point. I got, one, I got one thing I can do. I'm, <laughs> I'm really trying to make it work. It's to find me. <laughs> if I can't work a cold pun in there, what is the point of playing the game? <laughs> yeah, have I am like I am like the 1950s Arnold Schwarzenegger playing Mr. Freeze. Oh, okay, so I, wow. I really need to get this worked oh. out. So yeah, <laughs> oh, I'm boy. heading I'm heading over to Ricky, uh, completely ignoring Squish as I pass him. If you say ice to meet you, this game is over. <laughs> You're done. I'm going to bed. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Squish, you went and found. Uh, 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 sorry, not my, not Squish, Ricky. You went and found a place to. To just relax, recline. You're gonna have a have a, have well, a little, yeah, no, so, have a so, little dinner. So, uh, <laughs> so Ricky's plan was to flag down a, a waiter or waitress and uh, slip them a couple bucks along with uh, with his drink order, and go. You know, you bring me a whiskey on the rocks. And uh, last time you saw Barty around here, um, sure, give me a charisma diplomacy. All right, can do. Let's see. First card is a two of spades. Not keeping that one. Second card is a five of diamonds. Slightly Do better. It, coward. Yeah. Stay with the two of spades, <laughs> you coward. Nope. Three of diamonds. God damn it. Good thing I'm getting rid of all these. At some point, guys, I swear, I'm going to be brilliant once I get rid of all these low cards. All right. Fourth and final pull before I have to spend any moxie. Ooh, queen of clubs. I know clubs are bad, but go. I will take that queen. Yep. Spend the moxie to go back to two of... <laughs> Dude, you coward. I'll, I'll do it after you do. Okay. Um, yeah, you get the... Uh, uh, you slip some money to the, to the waiter that comes over, takes your order, your drink order, and you get um, basically the same information that Ricky just pulled. Um, or, sorry, Mickey just pulled. You people, when you Ricky and Mickey and Mickey and Monty are messing yeah. you up, man. <laughs> um, that the same info. Um Although he mentions uh, that he's at, uh, he he remarks that uh, that uh, Barty's girl is named Sally. He doesn't know anything else about her, but he does. He's heard her call, heard him call her Sally. Um, and uh, that was a clubs, right? Yeah, that was a clubs. So yeah. there's a complication, um, definitely. And uh, yeah, I'll save that for now. There might be a little something that's going to cause a problem. We'll see what happens. Monty, um, you take a walk, you know, you get a chance to walk around the whole place, and it's like, oh my god, it's as beautiful as you imagine in your wildest dreams. I'm, like, dumbfounded by the fact, I walk into the men's room, and there's a bathroom attendant. Oh, yeah. And I, like, stop, 
And we have this really uncomfortable conversation for like a minute where I don't know why he's standing there and he's just being polite because he thinks I'm a paying customer. <laughs> I'm not. Wow, you guys are squish. You guys are really classy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> squish, as you're like walking by like a bunch of the pictures, you see a picture of Henrietta, uh, Ricky, and Mickey sitting at a booth together. <laughs> Um, and, and you drink the whole place in, Monty. Um, eventually, you come back around. You like do a whole circuit of the place, get a chance to take a good look at everything, and uh, come back around to uh, Ricky at his booth just as Mickey gets there. So we're kind of getting everybody back together uh, um, as Ricky is having his uh, his uh, scotch double on the rocks or whiskey double on the rocks. Ah, shoot! Double take. You actually uh, grease some palms. You got the scratch to uh, kind of uh, throw around here. That's pretty. That's pretty impressive. Well, some of us get paid for our work. Oh, I mean, yeah, I get paid too. Just you know, it's uh, I just I I spend it on other things, you know, like fancy things, like uh, flowers and things. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Language. Language blue, language. There could be women or children around. Well, hopefully, uh, especially one that's uh looks like a breeze can push her over. Apparently, this uh, Barty guy has a, a dame. I don't know her name, but they did say that uh, the lady over there. She did say that Barty was in here, and he was he went in the back for a while, but that was a long time ago. He might not be. He's probably not even back there, but we might want to give it a look. See. I, I mean, yeah, sure, sure. I mean. If he was, you know, involved with a woman, assuming that they are, you know, they're willing to be wed, uh, and that she is, you know, he is uh, respectfully addressing perhaps her father or some sort of uh, matronly uh, person in her life, (laughs) and uh, you know, they are they are meeting at this respectable, uh, respectable uh, joint in order to squish. Yeah, he's he's either addressing or he's undressing. One of those, okay, Ricky. What'd you find out? He takes another sip. Her name's Sally. And I doubt she's in the back room, but might as well go and check. Boys. And he downs the last of his drink. Follow me. And he gets up and starts heading towards the VIP section. You start making your way back there, and uh, as you're going, Monty, um, you, uh, you get the distinct feeling that someone or something is following you. You know, it's just that that prickly on the back of the neck. Um, you think maybe you see something or feel something or heard something. It's, it's hard to place. But there's something going on. And I walk up uh, next to Mickey, uh, next to Blue, who's following Double Take, uh, who's leading the, the way. And I kind of, I take my knuckles and I wrap his knuckles uh, and then... Um, kind of adjust my tie and then with my forefinger point through my chest and then kind of motion with my eyes and my eyebrows kind of subtle more subtle than you'd think that uh the, that uh monty is capable of and then uh he kind of tightens his tie again like a little too tight like he's nervous and then walks ahead so you just got a uh, a signal from your buddy. Um, yeah. So what you want to do is you want to do a straight line drive towards the res- <laughs> towards the catcher, and then you want to do a knuckleball. <laughs> well, here's 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 what we can do. There's two ways to handle this because we never had a discussion beforehand that you guys have some sort of code and signals worked out. So one of two things can happen. Um, 
Mickey, you can make a uh, a perception insight check to kind of try to determine what he was doing, or you can spend a moxie to um, modify the narrative a bit to have a little bit of narrative control and and sort of retcon in the fact that you guys have worked out a little bit of hand signal kind of stuff, so you know what he's talking about. You know what? I like that. I'm going to actually use the moxie. I'm going to... Uh, so, now that I spent the moxie, David, in plain English, what are you trying to tell me? There you go. <laughs> I, think, I think there's somebody behind us. And also, this is a nice place. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a really nice cologne you're wearing. What is it? I'm thinking about wearing cologne. Yeah, yeah okay. You're rambling, but I, get, I, cut, I cut to the chase. So, <laughs> and then as I, we're watching, I start to go did, into like, by the way, have you heard the good news? The Lord Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Did, did, does, did you guys really come up with codes for that allow that, that that complex that allows him to ramble like he was speaking? My character th- did. No one else. Did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He we get the gist of it, but he 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 sent us like a whole bunch of like scripts of like this is what this means, and we've read like the first page. Sure. Yeah, we, all we know is by the time he starts just crossing himself repeatedly, we know the the message is over, and he's now trying to invite us over on Sunday. Sure. Okay. So. Uh, are we in a hallway as we're, uh, have we made it all the way oh, back? Oh, sure, yeah, or, you make your uh, way back there and you get, uh, back to, uh, there's like a hallway that goes down, um, and down there there's a, uh, um, um, like a little door that says janitor on it, kind of at the end of the hallway, and then there's, you know, a door on either side, um, that's a private. Okay, cool, so I'm, uh, we're, I guess we're heading over to the private, but since we're being followed, uh, as my friend says, and I kind of stop to like adjust my jacket uh, and I toss a glance uh, down the hallway just as like somebody would normally do anything when they're just trying to buy time. I'm trying to see if I can spot who's following us. If it's a shadow, if anything looks off about where we just walked. Okay. Um, give me perception sense. Okay. Uh, the first one, two of spades. I will not take that. Uh, I will take the seven of hearts, though. Okay, for the record, on the game, um, if you if you had if you had been playing with the game for a little bit, you'd have an idea. Just this is to kind of tell this uh, the the listeners as well. Um, typically in the game, an eight is required for a moderate task, an eight or better. So a seven is actually a, kind of a little bit on the low end. If if somebody's like if somebody is very obviously following you, a seven might get them. Oh, right. No, I, I totally, but I only have a two perception, so that's all oh, I that's got. that's all you got, so, so you're sitting on the side. Okay, <laughs> that's very good. So, yeah, yeah, got nothing. Um, but you do have a, uh, a couple of private doors in front of you. All right, so we're going to go through the, uh, Ricky, you lead the way. All right, has anybody told Ricky that we're being followed? I wrap your knuckles. <laughs> all right, so you, do, you do give me the signal as well. Yeah, but I, I I go into the try to save your soul a little a little early. Of course, uh, yes. Yeah, as, as soon as Ricky's told, so so you said this this hallway we kind of had to like turn into a hallway. So there's a point where we lose sight of the of the main room. Uh, some of it, yeah. All right. So what I want to do as soon as I get the gist that we were being followed, I'm gonna put up an illusion of an empty hallway, basically like a flat pane covering the the hallway that looks like. The hallway is is empty, okay. and we're not behind it. Okay. Uh, what's your range on your illusions? Excellent question. According to my character sheet, uh, it just says, rank one, you can create a visual and auditory illusion that fits inside a 10-foot cube. Uh, let me double 
I'll check this. Yeah, it doesn't really say how far away I can... Oh, wait, no, no, yeah, it does. Uh, 30 foot range. 30 foot range. Um, did you take the range boost? I did not take the range okay, so boost. Wanna, I did take want, the size boost. If you want right. that illusion to, to last any amount of time, you need to stay within 30 feet of it, which is fine, which is easy enough to do, assuming that's just a room there, but just for the record... Um, in the future for the rest All right, of the I can too. Well, so the illusion by default normally just lasts for one round. I do have the extend boost that just makes it, uh, it just makes it, you know, Persist. stay until, until it's missed. Okay. Did you want to, pers- you want to keep it up? Uh, yeah, I definitely want to keep it up because I don't know how, you know, I, I want to give whoever's following a chance to do a <coughs> double take okay. uh, when one, they one. see the, uh, <laughs> they see the empty hallway. Nice work. Okay, um, so this is uh, well. This will get us into po- uh, powers and boosts and how boosts work. Um, All right. The way it works is you know how normally you have your card count to do what you're going to do. Um, if you want to use uh, a boost, which is like a, and for for the listeners, uh, the powers are like have a standard effect that kind of the power does, and then there's a series of boosts that go with that power, and people get to choose multiple boosts. And as you break, uh, uh, as you improve your power, you get more. You can take more and more boosts. And boosts tend to be things that um, make the power more effective or more versatile or sometimes allow you to do um, some sort of cool related thing. Um, and in this case, you're going to look at, you're looking to extend and make the, the power more versatile so that it'll last. And the way that works is you decide you're going to use a boost. Um, and as long as you're using that, you'll, you'll notice that the uh, extend boost has an M in parentheses after it, and that means maintain, which just means if, if you maintain that boost every round, that, you know, that, that illusion is continues there all, you know, continuously until you decide to dump it or you go out of range. Um, and what it requires of you is to give up one card from your card count every round while you're maintaining that. So every, every time you use a boost, your card count reduces by one for whatever it is you're going to try to do that round. If you don't have to make a trade check, it doesn't really affect you. But any time you're going to want to do a trait check, your card count is going to be one lower. Got it. Um, for each for each boost, so and you can use up to three boosts in a round. But you're at minus you can, three you, cards. You can only use you can only use each one once. You know you can only you can't you can't use the same boost multiple times. But you could potentially use multiple boosts. You guys are low level characters. It's probably one, maybe two boosts in a given round. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're kind of hamstringing yourself on your on your trait checks. But as you play the game and get um, um, higher, you know, higher traits and higher abilities and everything, it gets to the point where you've got more boosts. You, know, you can use more boosts in a turn. Quick question about the boost for uh, so I have powers that don't require a trait check. Uh, trait check. Mm-hmm. Um, Most of the powers don't. So, okay, so so with my power, so if I wanted to become gas instead of liquid, I would not have to do a arbit- like a trait check just because I'm using a different boost. Right. What does your activation say? Uh, two minor powers. Uh, activation is free action. So, as a free action, you can switch form. So, which w- okay, which great. would mean you would still have your trait action to be able to do something if you mm-hmm. if you if you need to. Um, okay, okay, so cool. so since my power says trait action, it just means that that's my action for the yeah, round. I mean, it means that you spend your trait action doing the thing. You don't have to make a check. It doesn't ask for a trait check. Got it. it. But says, so, it as says, long as I'm using this extend boost, I'm at minus one cards for. Everything until I dismiss it, basically. Right, but you only had to right. you only had to use your trade action to get the illusion up and running. Right. After that, I can keep using it. I'm just at a minus one yep. unless dismissed. Correct. Got it. All right. So yeah. So that's what I do. Right, I create so this, this illusion of an empty hallway, and uh, I kind of look at the others like shh, and kind of watch for a little bit, see if whoever's following us 
<laughs> but my character turns around and sees an empty hallway from the illusion and says, what are we looking for? Yeah, actually, that's a good question. W- would I be able to make sort of the illusion transparent from our end? Um, or? That's a flavor thing. What do you want it to be? Yeah, I affect, uh, yeah I did, ideally I what I would I want is like... I didn't from over from our end this in the game. I kept it... Uh, yeah. Yeah, for, so from from our end, it's effectively transparent. Maybe there's a little bit of a, like a, little haze, a haze so that, showing. So you know it's there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then from from whoever's approaching us, uh, their side, they would just see empty hallway, like we just disappeared into it. Oh, it's not real. Okay, I get it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, sh- like, sh- sorry. Like, sh- and hey, everybody, let's have a round of applause. Monty cut up. <laughs> the, so, yeah, the sound no. of applause frightens me and i turn into a goo yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so we'll, uh we'll you know i'll motion that let's uh wait a minute see if uh see what we see uh you wait a bit you wait a bit you wait a bit you don't see anything nothing you don't hear any footsteps you don't uh, nothing comes walking through the illusion nothing's yeah. there gotta turn this well, either whoever's following us is very clever, or maybe we're just being a little paranoid because somebody just blew up a building on us. Uh, yeah, maybe it's me being around too much goof juice that's making me a little on edge, you understand? Because, you know, I quit that life because I like to lead a cleaner life because, you know, the body is the temple. And I, I, just I snap and dismiss my <laughs> illusion and turn, all right, let's pick a door. I push Squish against the wall and just pick a door. Like whatever, whatever door is on my left, I'm going to go through that one that says. Okay, push. so you grab you, you grab the door handle there. You open it up. Um, inside is uh, just kind of a smallish room with a with a, a a rectangular table in the center of it. Six chairs around it. Um, there's like a little credenza on one end where you got like a, a little serving bar area. Like there's a there's a couple of crafts of things um, and some glasses and an ice bucket that is not water. Uh, and, uh, uh, sitting on one of the chairs, uh, slumped over onto the table, um, right next to a nearly empty bottle of scotch, um, and a number of, uh, glasses, uh, mostly shot glasses, is a man. Um, and he is snoring loudly, passed out drunk. Stinking, stinking of alcohol in here. Hey, Rick, you want me to wake him up? Uh, yeah, Ricky kind of like just shakes his head. And, yeah, we. Uh, uh, I'm gonna assume we don't recognize uh, who this guy is. Uh, well, you've never if, it, if it's Barney, you've never met him, so you don't know. Right, right. But, but yeah, he's, he also he just doesn't look. Rec- he's like some yeah. some guy. Yes. Like uh, some passed wait, out wait, guy. Wait, we yeah. we don't need to to wake nobody up just just yet. I don't I don't trust this guy. I don't trust nobody at this point. Our boss is uh, maybe croaked. And uh, we don't know where our next paycheck is going to come from. And uh, you know, oh my a- god, this investigation is moving slow as a glacier. And my oh character my- is walking forward, and he's going to start patting the guy down for some ID. Um, okay, yeah, you pat him down. Uh, you find um, a thirty-eight special, and a pack of smokes, and a lighter, and a wallet. And inside there is a uh, a driver's license that identifies him as Bartholomew Taylor. I hold up his ID uh, towards uh, Ricky. This is the guy. Good enough for me. Only one thing, though. How, how long has it been since the uh, uh, explosion? It's been like, what, like an hour? An hour, a little more. Yeah. At best, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just because, like, unless he's uh, been really dedicated. Uh, they told me he came here a while ago. He looks pissed drunk. I don't think yeah, he did yeah. this. 
Yeah, let me let me let me check up on that. Okay, fellas, give give me a second, and I'm gonna walk over, look around for the bottle that people have been drinking out of. Yep, there is uh, there is a uh, a mostly empty Scotch bottle uh, sitting on the table right next to him. Okay, my character picks it up, smells it. <laughs> oh God, people drink this stuff voluntarily. Oh, heavens. And I'm gonna use speak with objects. <laughs> okay, you're gonna talk to the bottle. Uh huh. Literally, which I've done many times out of game, but this character is going <laughs> to do it in game. Uh, so it's a free action, and I am simply going to ask it: When did you start full of liquor, and when did you get to right now? Because my character is assuming that with a fancy establishment such as this, they would crack an open a new bottle for high rollers, and then would drink the bottle slowly. So he'd get an idea of how long people have been drinking here. The bottle says, <laughs> and you're the only one who hears it because you didn't use any boost that allows other people to listen to the conversation. Correct. The bottle says, born full, born, born, born full. Yeah. How many uh, chumps were drinking from you in this, uh, motions to the walls, in this room? Two chumps. Two. Two chumps. <laughs> so my character just says, how many chumps? Two chumps. <laughs> and then looks at the glasses. How many glasses are on the table? Uh, there are, uh, they're, they're, well, there are two shot glasses um, that uh, have just like a touch, like, you know, that little bit of brown liquor down in the bottom of them. Um, there's a couple other shot glasses that have, it looks like a little something clear down in them. And then there's um, there's a couple of, of uh, beer glasses as well. Um, for the clear uh, for the ones with the uh, glasses that are clear, um, I'm going to see if that's water by trying to freeze it. Since alcohol has a harder time freezing, if it freezes really quickly, I'm going to know someone was drinking water and probably duping someone into drinking while they were drinking H2O. I did that once, Billy, and I said I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you go to hit it to freeze it, and it freezes immediately. Yeah, I've seen this trick before. Somebody... Uh, tries to get someone drunk they drink water claim it vodka they the other person doesn't yeah and also it looks like um this bottle of uh you know sin juice here um it uh it, it says it's only been drunk from uh two two folks and uh it was cracked open it looks like today um so whoever was drinking this looks like a special reserve i guess whatever so it seems like we need to figure out who he was drinking with. Want me to wake him up? Uh, just in case, let's be careful. Mind, uh, he motions and he motions to the uh, table where the guy is slumped. Uh, you know, his arms out, kind of. You make sure uh, he's frozen in place a bit. Sure. Uh, yeah, I'm going. Yeah, I'm going to encase his. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll use encase, which is a boost for my uh, cold beams to encase his hands onto the table. Um, okay, you can encase, uh, yeah, you can, uh, kind of, well, you, encase, you, you hit it with the cold beam, you encase one, he wakes up immediately, um, and so his one, one hand is immobilized, effectively, and, uh, he starts screaming bloody murder, um, nope! <laughs> I've gotta try to cover his mouth, okay. <laughs> like, I'm a flail, I'm a frail, frail man, but I'm just gonna grab a napkin and try to cover his mouth. Um, okay, well, you grab him, uh, you're able to muzzle him pretty effectively pretty quickly because he's, he's, I mean, first of all, he's stuck to the table, um, and he's, uh, 
so he doesn't have the range of motion that he he would like to have, and he's um you know from the from the the looks of it piss drunk um and is not terribly good at fighting uh fighting you off yeah Ricky turns to the uh you know immobilized and muffled uh Barty and uh again it just his cufflinks made like Barty 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 how you doing buddy and motions to to Monty to <laughs> go ahead and let him talk what do you want what's what's <sighs> What the hell is going on here? What are you... What the hell is this? And he looks at his hand. It's covered in ice. What What the hell did you do to me? Nothing permanent. At least not if you cooperate a bit. Now it seems to me that you had a drinking buddy. And that drinking buddy left you high and <laughs> not so dry, I suppose. Let's see if you can get him to talk. Let's uh, let's let's go charisma. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're being pretty diplomatic about things, so keep it diplomacy. Yeah, he's 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 much more of a diplomacy guy than an intimidation guy. If he needs intimidation, that's a uh, that's what he's got uh, Mickey for. All right, so let's go ahead and draw some cards. First card is seven of hearts. Not good enough. Let's go with second card. Two of diamonds. No, not picking it. I don't care how many times you call me a coward. <laughs> Third card. Eight of diamonds. Ooh, eight. Do I keep that? You could always use a moxie to go back. Why would I want to go back? Well, well, yeah, go back to that one. <sighs> yeah, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the risk, and if I need to, I'll spend a second moxie. Let's see. Fourth card is, ooh, jack of clubs. I know clubs are bad, but I keep getting high cards with them, so I'll take the complication. You're welcome. Um, and so, uh, what, what were you trying to press out of him again? Who, who I was trying to to get him to to open up about his yeah about his companion, his drinking buddy. He says, uh, "It was my gal. My gal was here. She was drinking with me, but I think she I think she slipped something to me. Something." And then and, and he starts struggling more, and he actually manages to crack um, his iced over hand off the table, and uh, you know most of the ice it, the ice just crumbles away from his hand. So now he's free. That's your complication. Um, and now yeah. he's struggling to get away badly. <laughs> but he's struggling. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it really kind of motions to the people. You know, the people with muscles are just mostly Mickey. <laughs> I'm going to try to ice his uh, foot. I'm going to try to encase his foot. Okay. Uh, well, now he's a moving target, so we're going to need a check out of you. You're going to be doing it, doing this as an encase, um, which is a boost. Um, so you're going to go. You're going to be down a card, um, and I believe what's your what's your uh, uh, ice beam power rating to rank at. A uh, two, so, uh, two. You're going to be um, with 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 uh, powers that require um, targeting of some sort that you have to you know ch- check to see whether you hit or not. You use the rank of the power just like you would do a trait check it becomes a power check. So you've got a two, but you're down to one because you're encasing. Um, but you have moxie. Uh, we're, I'm going to do I'm going to do this. So I'm going to throw this in there uh, because he is drunk and not really defending himself terribly well. I'm going to give you advantage on the on the check, which is going to give you one more card. Okay, cool. So you're back to two. All right. The first one is a five of clubs, which is not great. Uh, the second one is a eight of hearts. And this is uh, PC versus target body. So you're trying to hit his body score. Um, yes. You satisfied with that eight? Uh, no, I'm not, actually. I'm going to actually spend a moxie. Okay. And I got a... Oh, Jack of uh, Jack of Clubs. 
Jack of Clubs. Um, well, you pin him down, um, and that's going to actually deal uh, damage to him in the process because the the encase, encasing him is like a side effect of. So you're actually you are hitting him with an ice beam and hurting him, um, and uh, the damage is always based on the suit. Like how, how we talked about, like the suit deals uh, uh, determines uh, six, uh, degree of success or failure. Um, yeah. For you, you're dealing suit damage, so it's based off of suit. You can also for for uh, weapons that are less uh, less effective, it's based off of color. Um, right. And black is better than red. For suit, it's uh, clubs up to spades. One, two, three, four. So clubs is one. So you deal one point of damage to him, and you encase his foot and pin him <laughs> in place again. But now he's on his feet. Um, his one foot is stuck to the floor, and uh, he uh, nearly falls in the process because now he's struggling to get away. He's like, what the hell are you? What are you? What are, what's going on here? What? Why are you Ricky, Why are you here? What do you want? Bart, I need you to listen to me. I need you to freeze. Oh, come on. Come on. Get it, guys? Ah, forget oh, about for, it. For God's sakes, Blue, really? <laughs> Ricky gives a sigh and, uh, and turns to Barty again. Barty, buddy. He starts to say, chit. Barty relax now I'm going to tell you something we came here to find the person that well made a little boom boom go in our old warehouse used a little bit of uh, what's the word again uh, Monty Plastique. That's the one. Um, he, That's the one. Without thinking and, and being drunk and so forth, he just blurts out, Holloway's Warehouse. Yeah, that's the one. Why don't you tell me a little bit about that job? Yeah, Monty, as uh, Double Take uh, says that, uh, Monty looks over at Double Take and Mickey with the, with the, uh, the, the guy who says, uh, yeah, Holloway's Warehouse, looks over at both of them and just says, I don't want to take his fingers like the last guy. Like, what are we going to do with this many fingers? Like, there's a bag of fingers. So, what do we do? Are we going to kill this guy? Uh, and, uh, Ricky. Barty yeah, is Ricky. petrified <laughs> yeah. at this point, And he says, no, 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 I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, R- Ricky gives a little tut, tut, tut. Like, no, nah, no, nah, Monty. I was. I was. I was. Somebody came to me to do the job. They wanted the uh, they wanted Holloway's warehouse gone. They wanted it all gone. I said I'm not taking the job. Mm-hmm. I didn't take it. You know, Sally right. must have Sally must have taken it. I've been teaching her. She's been Sally must have done it. Right. That was what I was thinking too. And uh, where's the Sally of yours now? Probably screwing her boy. And when he, he says that with like just behind the voice, there's anger. Mm. Yeah, her boy. That's probably the one that put her up to this, isn't he? He's he's trying to like play up on that anger. Um, and Barty's just—you see him just starting to fume. He's just like, yeah, that that bastard. He just she's too yeah, she's well, too good for him. She's too good. She's a she's a wonderful girl. She's a good girl. Monty, she deserves so face. much. She she deserves so much more. She deserves so much better. Monty screws up his face at the talk of the boy and then looks over at Blue. Uh, is this one of those, like, flapper things from a couple of years ago? Like, uh, about 20 years ago, where it's like, you know, you got a girl, but she's not your girl. She's, like, a different girl, and 
she's got a fella, and then she's like, "Oh my god, you know, what? listen to a radio drama for once in your life." He's he's the side piece; she's the piece to the other guy. Nope, that's devil juice for your ears. I'm not going to listen to that stuff. Except for maybe Fandible. You know, that's actually a really quality radio show. Uh, okay, they have a okay, lot of different okay, kind we're of done. Ra- no, 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 sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so Ricky, Ricky's kind of like feeding the flames a little here. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's got to be that boy. I mean, I heard good things about Sally. She's not the type of girl that would do this, but that boy of hers. I suppose you happen to know where we could find him. Well, if they're together, they're probably at her place. He's a freeloader. Like I said, he can. He he's with her. She could do so much better. She could do so much better. She deserves better. Um, and he's like he's clearly angry. Um, at at the at the at the at the bow. Um, but uh, you know, kind of tinged in his voice, there's this. There's a little bit of. It feels like there's maybe a little bit of affection for her. Um, like you know, he he feels that she's really with the wrong guy and that she deserves more. I mean, he's he comes across as very honest about that yeah yeah uh, kind of he he leans back kind of nodding looking thoughtful it's like you know what you're right you're right and we we need to have a word with this boy so tell you what tell us where sally lives don't worry she's gonna be fine because she deserves to be with a good man the kind of man i'm looking at right now you let us get this boy we conclude our business and I'm sure Sally will uh, be looking for a shoulder to cry on soon enough. Um, he starts looking around the room. Um, he says, give me, give me that over there. Give me that. He points, pointing at napkins. I'll, I'll even draw you a map. You can go take care of yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. Go take care of that yeah, we, bastard. Yeah, we give him the napkins and a pencil. Um, and he sits, you know, uh, well, he leans over the table as best he can. Now he's kind of, you know, he's like a foot and a half away from it. Uh, way over. Um, and he scribbles on a map. Uh, with an address in a street. All right. Not terribly, yeah, not take, terribly far from here. Got it. Ricky takes it, takes a good look, folds it up, puts it in his breast pocket, and goes like, "All right, now, buddy boy, you stay here. You've had a few to drink, and while I suppose you could come in handy right now, you need to sleep it off a bit. Don't worry. We'll be back once the job's properly done." All right. What are you going to do? Don't hurt her. Uh, no. Sally, Sally, she's a good woman. He looks over to Monty. Monty, come on. Back me up here. She's a good woman. I, I mean, yeah, sure. We're probably not going to take her fingers. And then I just exactly. look at Bartholomew. <laughs> His mouth drops over. He's like, what? Exactly. We have no intention of taking Sally's fingers. This bow of hers, on the other hand. Well, I suppose you want any extra fingers, do you? Um, he looks just—he's he's like he doesn't know how to respond to that. I mean, there's just like now there's fear in his eyes. Yeah. All right. All right. No worries. You know what? We'll we'll pick up we'll pick up this finger conversation later. Right now, got a little visit to make. Who's got the Don't highest? Worry. Who's got the highest perception in the group? Uh, definitely me. Yeah. Who? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm Monty Squish <laughs> Sullivan. Sorry. Monty, sorry. Uh, give me give me a um a a, 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 a perception insight check. Okay, uh, so not sense, but it would be insight. It's a skill called, the skill called insight. Okay, cool. So I don't have that, so I have a perception of three. So Let's I'll just roll perception. Yep. Then. 
Okay, cool. So the first one is, oh, holy crap. And I think that is the, that is the bad Joker. <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, you get nothing. You, I'm just going to keep it simple. Normally, the bad Joker, there's there's not a lot of extra stakes right here. This was just something to notice, you know, a chance to notice something. With the bad Joker, typically what happens is um, you fail the check, you botch, and your turn immediately ends. So even if you had additional movement or you wanted to spend Moxie to gain another action, you can't do any of that stuff. Um, that, that happens, that comes into play with uh, action sequences a little more often. But basically, yeah, you're like, you're, you're looking at this guy trying to figure out, like, is he on the up and up? You, just, you know, that's what it was. You're just trying to, trying, trying to read Barty. And you're like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Sounds like, yep, we got all the information we need out of him. And uh, that's the story. And that's what we're sticking to. And we're going to go get this gal and, uh, and see what's going on. And, and so you're going to leave Barty here is the plan. Okay. He's well, stuck he, to the he floor. Has, he has a. Uh... Yeah, he he's frozen to the floor, yeah. so he it's gonna take him some time to get out. Well, of he it. manages to to wrangle a chair over next to him, so at least he can sit down while his foot's stuck to the floor. All right, yeah, yeah, Let's, we don't uh, want him to get cold feet. Oh, you oh! dick! I, that was my that was mine. That I was working to that. I've been preparing that line for two freaking minutes. <laughs> You know what? My character that, just like uh, my character just as soon as Squish says that and looks at M- Mickey, Mickey just sl- like knocks him in the face and walks past him. In that's anger. the bad Joker. That's the bad Joker right there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I guess we're gonna follow this map out of here. Well, my, we're gonna get back into our uh, truck, which is an ice truck, one of those old 1950s ice trucks, and we're just uh, we're hauling ass down to wherever Sally's uh, location is. Okay. Uh, you hop in the truck, you take a little drive, you follow the map, um, you make your way to like, uh, which is like a little, like a little, uh, it's, it's in pretty good shape, a little, uh, a little craftsman house, uh, single story, um, in kind of a nice neighborhood, but, you know, nice, but not too nice. It's like, you know, like, like nice middle class kind of place. And, uh, you see that there are, uh, lights on inside, um, in two of the rooms and, uh, you hear just faintly, just faintly. Um, like some big band music playing. Just it's it like it sounds like the uh, you know the volume's been kept down, but it's uh, like you know a, a jaunty tune, a celebratory kind of upbeat kind of thing. Um, and you see uh, through the drapes that are drawn. You know, there's, there's the glow of the light behind. You see the silhouette of people inside the house. Ah, great! They've got a party going. Wonderful. <sighs> Well, everybody, was... everybody, stand back while Mickey goes and knocks on the door. <laughs> Party crash! <laughs> uh, boys, I guess we're inviting ourselves to this little shindig. Don't worry, everybody needs more ice at a party, right? Huh? Uh, hey, listen, I, I'm working up from the cold feet theft, so <laughs> deal with it. So yeah. I'm uh, adjusting my jacket and putting on my fedora, and I'm just walking. I guess we're walking straight towards the the front door. Okay, up to the door, and uh, yeah, you do hear um, just kind of a little, you know, nice like uh, jiving and wailing kind of song, a little bit of an upbeat, you know, good tempo, um, and you hear muffled uh, voices. You know, you can't really make out any speci- anything specific, but kind of muffled voices inside. Um, seems sounds like two voices. Uh, do we want to try the door? Uh, hey, uh, hey, fellas, um, <laughs> I'm not really much for parties, but uh, I might be able to get in a different way if uh, if uh, you want to just, uh, you know, do your thing and I'll do mine. I'll meet you inside. Yeah, Ricky nods immediately. Yeah. I mean, yeah. look at this. Like, I, you know, I, I'm not much for parties, but I, uh, 
I am used to getting into places where I'm not exactly invited. Yeah. yeah Ricky, I can imagine. Not I barely know you, and I can imagine that. Oh, we're talking about your character. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, so Ricky Monty's nods immediately and goes like just motions to, to Monty. He's like, Yeah, take a look around, see if you can uh find another way out up. Just see what you can find. We'll have a little chat here with Sally and her boy. Okay, um sure thing. let's cut to Monty and let's see how you're getting into the house. Because you're go- you guys are going in the front door, that's easy enough. We're gonna- what do you got up your sleeve there, Monty? Monty is going to turn into liquid, is going to crawl up a uh is gonna crawl up a storm drain onto the roof, slither over the roof and look for either a uh a skylight or a second floor window that he can creep into. Uh one story building, uh shingled roof, more than likely no skylight. Houses typically don't mm-hmm. have them. Chimney. Sounds good to me. As long as I don't feel any heat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, sure, you go slither up and you're like, uh, no, it doesn't feel hot. Not yet. We'll see what happens. Oh, a S- Santa Claus job. This is uh, this is rare in L.A., but all right. Okay, so you start, yeah, you start right. making your making your way down the chimney. Uh, back at the front door, our other two fellows. Yep. I motion to uh, Mickey to knock. I do so. Knock, knock, knock. A um, little bit of time passes. Outcome uh, overcomes. Uh, one of the shapes behind the windows, you can kind of see them passing. There's like one of those little windows in the door and somebody's standing there. They open the door up and it's a little tiny thin wisp of a girl, blonde hair. Um, behind her is a, uh, a handsome fella, um, tall, lanky, um, looks like he could be an athlete. And uh, she says, uh, can I help you? I certainly hope you can, miss. And he makes a show as if he was checking a list. He's got nothing in his hand. Uh, Sally? Yes? Excellent, excellent. May we come in? We'd like to have a little word with you about a certain activity that happened earlier tonight. Uh, We can have that talk right here at the door. I suppose we could. I suppose we could. It just seems... A little bit rude to do so. The man inside takes a couple steps toward a table. So what's this about? And uh, he, uh, yeah, Ricky, Ricky uh, uh, immediately knows that and goes like, now, 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 no need to be upset. We're just looking for a little bit of information. Please, let us inside. There won't be any trouble at all. No, we're going to have that conversation at the door, like I said. <sighs> yeah, he, uh, he gets a little sigh. Uh, very well. I don't suppose you've heard the good word, have you? She starts shutting the door. And uh, yeah, he, he just uh, looks over at Mickey. Uh, Mickey's going to press a hand against the door, and he's going to, uh, tr- try, to uh, try to encase the hinges to keep it from closing. Uh, okay, so you fire out of the power, you case the hinges. Um, she steps back from the door, reaches behind herself, um, to, you know, you could not see, um, and produces a pistol and levels it at you. I think it's time for you to go. There's nothing for you here. And again, Ricky looks like just completely calm. He's like, I was really hoping it wouldn't come to this, but... She pulls the hammer back on the pistol. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Bye, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, Ricky goes... Fine, just, you know, puts his hands up, takes one step back, another step back, 
And he's going to use his illusion power to make it uh, basically create uh, 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 multiple copies of himself within, like, <laughs> you know, like standing next to him. Uh, just as he basically sort of lets himself fall back, hopefully out of uh, out of bullet range. Okay, so you uh, you pull a mirror image spell out of the D and D playbook, <laughs> pretty much. Um, so we couldn't have made you make an illusion of two badges for you two, right? We couldn't like that. Wouldn't that. have gotten a shot at either anyway. <laughs> so you you whip up illusions of yourself. You fall back. Um, she flips out, fires the gun. The guy inside, uh, just just out of you know, when he was moving toward a table, he was he kind of got a little bit out of sight. He comes back around. You see that he has a shotgun, um, and the music is still playing the jaunty tune. And he levels the shotgun out the door. And uh, we're going to go into an action sequence here. So we're going to do an initiative check, um, and that works like this um, in the game. Um, you know, when you're make, norm, making a normal check, you get, uh, you know, you're, you're spending some time on it. You're working hard to, uh, uh, to do something. You get multiple cards, um, for an, uh, an in- initiative check is a, is a one type of a reaction check, which is one card. So you will flip one card and you will add to it your, um, agility score plus one more if you have the sense skill. And, uh, you know, if you get above 10, then, you know, call it Jack, Queen, King, Ace, Ace plus one, Ace plus two. Am I involved in this as this well? Will be every, or... This will be everybody. Oh, okay, cool. So, um, so pull a card, you said, correct? Pick one Sorry. card and add your agility score plus one more uh, if you have the sense skill. Okay, so uh, Mickey, he ended up getting an eight of diamonds, but plus three. So that's a uh, nine, ten. Jack of, uh, so a Jack of diamonds. Okay. Ricky? Uh, I got the worst card in the deck, the two of clubs, uh, and uh, I've got an agility of two, so total of four. Monty. I got an ace of diamonds. Oh, Monty's first. With uh, <laughs> with an agility of two and a sense of one. Damn. So I think I go, and then I go before Ricky again. <laughs> yeah. No, you go, you, go, uh, you go first, Monty. Um, basically, this is... Uh, um, assuming, assuming you're going to return to your normal form, um, uh, you'll, you'll do that kind of in the middle of the, you know, you'll come out of the, out of the fireplace and do that right in the middle of the room. Um, and you'll be able to very quickly take in, you know, like you, you didn't see what was happening outside the front door. So you don't have a really good, uh, quick look at her, um, or what, what, what the, 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 your two fellows that were just outside the door or the illusion that he just put up, but you do see the guy, um, with the uh, shotgun. Uh, yeah, I just need to know who else is in the room before I pull a full, uh, you know, uh, David Copperfield in front of everyone. Um, uh, it, just the two of them. Um, and oh, a bottle of champagne great. and two champagne glasses. Great. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna reform. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to reform. And that is a free action. Uh, so do I get to go after that as well? Well, you get your or... trade action now. You get to to do an actual thing. Okay. You, can, you know, shoot or talk or use a power that requires a trade action. Or yeah, I'm going to uh, yeah, I'm going to take the uh, the champagne bottle. Okay. Uh, and put it underneath my coat, and then hold it out like it's a gun, and say, "Freeze wide stuff." 
or I'm gonna sp- or I'm gonna paint you like a Pollock all over your girlfriend. Here. Um, I don't know if Jackson Pollock was around that's okay. in 1940. Alternate history. Um, he's gonna take a look at you. He's gonna have a a, a check to see if he believes that that's a gun. <laughs> Um, Your gun is dribbling, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, uh, uh, let's see. I'm going to be using your... Um, that was a talking thing, so I'm going to use... This is a, another thing that comes into play. You have a charisma score, which is, oh, no. which is what? Oh, no. What's your charisma score? <laughs> Nine. Nine. What's your charisma defense? Yeah. Uh, my charisma... I'm sorry. My charisma store... Score is two, and my defense is nine. So your defense is nine. So my target number is yes. nine, and I got a ten. So he doesn't he doesn't buy that. So when you're when you're okay. when you're when your check is opposed by, you know, basically he was um, he was I made a check for him to see if he saw through your ruse, which is based on your your performance as charisma, trying to convince him that that was a gun, and so your defense is what he was trying to hit. It works the same way, like, you know, your agility defense is your body score, effectively. So, like, trying to hit somebody in combat works the same way. So, um, he doesn't buy that, and he levels a shotgun um, right at you, and it's the bad guys. Well, well, we'll call them the bad guys. We'll assume you're the good guys, right? Because um, you're out for the, uh, you know, the holy vengeance. Um, and he levels a shotgun and takes a shot at you. And that's a... And that's a king of hearts. So, we're going to stick with that. Um, shotgun does suit plus two damage. Hearts does three. Um, clubs, uh, clubs, diamonds, hearts, spades. One, two, three, four. Hearts, hearts does three plus two does five points. Okay, five points of what? Of uh, hits damage. What's your hits? What's okay. your normal hits total? My max, my max hits are twelve. So you lose five of them. All right, I would like to use Moxie to reduce the damage. Please. Okay, flip one card. You flip a red card, you get uh, you reduce two. You flip a black card, you reduce four. I got a red card. You take two less damage, so you only take three. Okay, great. So I'm down to nine nine uh, hits. Um, and the girl in the doorway uh, takes her shot at uh, Mickey, I suppose, right? Because he's right there. Because she flipped out. She doesn't know what's going on out there in the yard. <laughs> um... But you were kind of right in the doorway. Mickey was, you were kind of off to the side a little bit. So we're going to call that cover, which means you're going to, she's going to be making this shot with disadvantage. So she's down one card. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So she's going to take a shot and get a a king on king, a king of diamonds. Here we go. Uh, Pistol does suit plus one. It's a diamond that does two plus one is three points of damage from a pistol. Three hits. And uh, what's the, yeah, yeah, what's the, what's the highest suit again? I'm sorry. Spades. Spades is always best. So that's bad guys, Mickey. For the uh, record, um, I wasn't I wasn't acting uh, foolishly, uh, Craig. Mm-hmm. Uh, my vice is reckless. That's fine. And I didn't pull the actual gun that I have. I tried to do the thing that I'm not good at, which Dan's character is, which is bluffing. <laughs> yep. Because how hard can that possibly be? I say <laughs> through a face full of buckshot. Turns, turns out it's pretty hard. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I just had a bad night. Mickey, uh, you know what? Uh, are these are these uh, are they five feet away from each other? Or who? Uh, I'm sorry, the bad people. Uh, no, wait, not us. The the people we are fighting. Let's say yeah, they're with they're <laughs> they're within five feet of each other. Sure. Okay, I have blast boost, uh, so I'm going to use my gold beam on them, and I'm going to pull. Uh, I'm going to use my boost blast boost, so that reduces my card count by one, and that means I do suit damage to all targets in a five foot radius. Um. Yeah. 
So you make one check and you apply that check to both body scores. So you could hit one and not the other. Okay, cool. Um, I got a, oh, uh, king of uh, uh, spades. That's bad news. Um, okay, so the, the boyfriend, um, you just nail him, slap slap him. I mean, this is uh, suit, suit plus, or it's- suit damage, so it does four. Um, and he takes that and, uh, well, you have the choice at this point. Do you want to kill him or knock him out? Because he doesn't have a lot of hits. He's a regular I person. Don't, yeah, I don't, I don't want to kill him. I, I'm, I'm hoping just to knock these people out. Okay. So you, you basically, yeah, you, you pummel him with ice and hits him in the head. He falls over, hits his table, you know, hits his head on the table, falls over. He's unconscious. Um, and you deal a four to Sally. Um, but she, put some ice on that. She's tougher. She takes it. Um, Ricky's turn. All right, uh, Ricky is, uh, I'm assuming he went last because he literally threw himself onto the floor. Yeah. Uh, so he takes a moment to kind of gather his woods. He's the, the illusionist is, is still there of just two of him standing, uh, up, up on the, on the thing. I'm going to, uh, use my illusions, uh, Are and you maintaining them, activate. I'm sorry? Are you maintaining them? Are you extending them? Uh, no, so I'm going to, Basically, I guess dis- dismiss one or recast or however. Okay. So it's only one of him. Okay. Uh, up top, uh, and uh, and activate the physicality boost. Oh, so you can attack. Which you basically can, you can attack through the illusion. Basically, and what I what I want him to do is basically just walk right up to her because he's effectively he's just an illusion, so he's not worried about getting shot, and just have his doppelganger just try and grab her gun and wrench it away. Okay. Well, hey, Monty. Turns out Ricky is a coward. Um. Oh <laughs> uh, well, let's uh, let's call that. It's going to be um, you're going to be doing that with your with your uh, illusions rank, right? So it says here uh, the illusion attacks using your trait slash skill. Oh, using your trait skill. Okay, sure. So yeah. uh, that'll be a strength fisticuffs check. Um, yep, that is my weakest skill. Yeah, uh, fisticuffs <laughs> covers everything that doesn't have a weapon in your hand. So it's you know it's it's punching, wrestling, grappling, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So strength fisticuffs against her. Uh, it's going to be against her. Um, well, you got to try to grab it. Right. Trying to do this uh, brute force style sounds like. Oh yeah, strength fisticuffs. Yeah. Just yeah. Tear, uh, okay. Tear the gun out of her hand. So I think the only way I can do this is spending a moxie because my strength is one, and with minus one card because of the boost, I technically can't. I guess unless I spend a yeah, moxie. Spend a moxie right out so, of the gate. Yep. So you, you yep, only so got spending, one card, one try. Yeah, so I only got the one cr- try. Let's uh, let's see. Oh my god, uh, three of clubs. <laughs> That's nope. no good. Oh, and it's a failure with a clubs, which makes it a botch. Clubs are always bad. Yeah. So uh, these cards tonight are not happening. How are we gonna botch this? How are we gonna? What's the what's the bad thing here? She says. Uh, oh, I, I I definitely think that. May I? Because I have a lot of experience with botches. No, I've, I've, <laughs> you can give it a shot, but I've got an idea. Go. What do you got? Oh, that he blocks the gun and it actually shoots. Yeah, <laughs> shoots yeah I was thinking the, the same real thing, Ricky. Yeah. That's a little too easy. I'm going to make this a little rougher on him. She's going to look. All she's right. going to look you dead in the eyes and say, "I see through your crap. I know that's not you. Oh, you're not fooling her at all." Fair, fair. Uh, back to Monty. And now I'm going to make him go in and fight for real. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, nope. Uh, free action. Turn into liquid. Uh, and then I'm going to, so I got shot by the boyfriend, then the boyfriend got blasted by ice. I got shot backwards and hit the wall and then I'm sploosh into water and I, I am 
uh, I am sneaking towards or snaking towards the uh, the girlfriend, Sally. And my declaration of intent is to crawl up her outfit and jam the gun. Because it says that I can physically interact with objects while I am still liquid. Okay. Um, you're gonna try to mess with the gun, so we're gonna have to. You're gonna have to climb her. We're gonna basically. It's just kind of a movement oriented thing, but it's not exactly the easiest thing to do because she's, uh, you know, actively defending herself, and so she's gonna freak out. This is gonna be, you know, like one of those sci-fi movies where the, you know, the silver metal beast or the, uh, the, you know, the weird or horror movie where the goo stuff comes climbing up her, and she's gonna be fighting it. Um, we're gonna call, uh, yeah. So it's a it's a climbing kind of thing. So let's call that strength athletics. Okay. Then I get one pull for this. So here, here we go. Ace of Spades. It's as good Damn. as it gets. That is the, uh, arguably, that or the good Joker are the best cards, depending on whether or not you consider an extra action extra good. Because I am ace saving my friend's life. Ace of Spades is a, is a success because it's an, it's a success because it's ace. Aces are always a boon and spades are always a boon. So it's a double boon. Um, yeah, you F that gun up. I mean, you climb up there and get up there and, and it, you not only, uh, jam the gun up, get it, get it wet. Um, but it slips out of her hand in the process. Nice. Awesome. And, uh, then we've got Nicely her done. trying to figure out what the hell she's going to do. Um, let me come back to her. The, uh, the boyfriend, um, is knocked unconscious. Oh, uh, that's true. That's right. He's, he's out. So, um, yeah, her, what's she going to do? Lost her gun. She's got some sort of weird thing crawling around on top of her. Um, there's still a shotgun that her boyfriend dropped. Yeah, that's true. Um, she surrenders. She, she starts screaming, no, 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 don't, don't kill me. 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 And she's like, she is terrified. She's like, you know, she's yeah, just yeah. avert, uh, diverting her eyes and or averting her eyes. And she's, you know, um, like, you know, if, if you are going to, you know, shoot her, she doesn't want to see it coming. She's, you know, that, that look, that, uh, that pose. Don't kill me. Don't kill me. Don't kill me. Yeah, Rick, Ricky, from from where he's still lying on his back, kind of calls out like, "Don't kill her. We need to talk." And he uh, gets up, starts dusting himself off. Uh, the the illusions uh, uh, fade, and uh, he starts climbing back up towards the uh, the landing there and the front door. It's like, now, can we talk? Monty, give me a perception sense check. Okie dokie. Uh, so that is three pulls. So the first one is a ten of hearts. And hearts is so-so, if I recall correctly. Uh, hearts um, is, um, it's no no extra effect, but it's it's the second best. It's, you know, spades is the only thing that's right. better. Yeah. So I've got a ten of hearts. Um, that's pretty good. And it's jack, queen, king, ace, above that. Yeah, we're going to stick with ten of hearts. Okay. Um, you're in the room there. You're the only one who's in the room, um, fully. And you're, you know, you you can still, you can still see and sense with your, even, even in the form that you're at, that you're in. Um, there's, uh, there's a, there's a wall lamp or not a wall lamp, uh, a, you know, a big tall floor lamp that's sitting there and it's casting light out and it's, you know, it's hitting the table and it's hitting, um, chairs and, and so forth. And it's casting into all, all the shadows and her shadow is, is, you know, cast kind of out the doorway. Um, and um, on one wall, you see a shadow that doesn't belong to any object. And it starts to move t- 
toward Sally. Across the wall, and then it starts creeping down. It get like it, the shadow grows shorter. You know how like a time lapse of, of a shadow growing longer or shorter? Um, it starts to grow shorter, and then it starts to sl- spread across the floor, and it starts to get closer to Sally. Bloop back into a person. Hey, fa- hey, fellas. Um, this is th- th- this a dark shadow thing near near the girl. I know, I know. <laughs> it's original sin. We ha- we're really approaching. You know the need for redemption. We've heard it before. We're trying to intimidate this woman. Um, and uh, 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 Ricky, you were about to say something to her. You were kind of concentrating on that. Yeah, Ricky. Ricky's just kind of like basically go- telling her like, now can we talk? Uh, kind of like giving giving her the impression that you know we're, we're here to talk. I'm not gonna kill you unless you give me a reason. She uh, she says, uh, "Well, what do you want? What are you here for? What, what's going on? I don't know you. Do I know you?" Uh, yeah. He uh, he pauses a moment and glances. Well, actually, no. Wait. Uh, Mon- Monty's still basically a goo coating. We haven't. We, no, 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 no. He ha- he turned into a. He hasn't. To, we haven't quite the yammer at us. We haven't quite got to that moment yet. I'm giving I'm oh, giving okay. you a little bit of a discussion before I, I I kind of catch Monty up to everything. Okay, got so you. So just for simplicity's sake, because we do uh, want to give yeah, you a so, chance to talk a little here. Yeah. So he he takes a quick look. Uh, you know, and he, since he's. He's focused on her. He's arrogant. As far as he's concerned, they've you know we we've won this and we are we are in total control of the situation. So he just starts moving inside and motioning to uh, motioning to to Mickey to to kind of drag her along. Let's all sit down and have ourselves a nice little conversation. Whatever you say, boss. And I do just that: grab her by the arm and pull her uh, towards the couch or wherever uh, Ricky needs me to go. Um. Okay, uh, as you start to do that, this is where um, uh, Monty catches up with everything, and the shadow is creeping across the floor. Monty turns in, uh, turns real, and go ahead again, Monty, with uh, your warning. This, 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 there's a there's a shadow moving towards the girl, and uh, towards the girl on the floor. I look towards the shadow. Is there a shadow moving towards the girl on the floor? There's a shadow on the floor that is creeping across. Um, it's slithering, it has little appendages and things, eventually it gets right up kind of next to her, and it rises up out of the floor and turns into a person made entirely of shadow and darkness. Um, it's a humanoid form, but in different spots on its body, there's just like tendrils of black smoke, like sh- like it's losing shadow, like some of, lo- some of its shadow is floating up out of it from a couple spots on its head, on its shoulders, um, on its chest, and it reaches out. And grabs uh, grabs uh, Sally around the throat and begins choking the life out of her. We're basically keeping this right in initiative order. That's why I was kind of rolling everybody around the same way. So that was the bad guy. Another bad guy. Mickey's turn. All right, uh, I'm going to uh, shoot at them. Uh, let me just grab my. Uh, I'm going to use cold blast again. Okay. Um, seven of uh, seven of. Uh, seven of clubs, which is not great, um, and uh, ace of diamonds. Since I'm just using a normal my normal attack, I get to use uh, two uh, cards. So ace of diamonds. Okay, um, you hit the shadow, and there is no effect. It doesn't reel away from you. It doesn't appear to have been hurt in any way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky's turn. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, Ricky's turn. Yeah. Uh, all right, yeah. As soon as he, uh, so you said that the shadow is is physically grabbing. Yeah, right? I mean, or, it's like it's, seems a, to it's be... a man-sized thing now. It's fully formed and it's it's strangling her. Gotcha. Uh, crap. <laughs> Ricky is Ricky is going to try and grab the girl and and yank her out the door. Again, doing something physical, which is his worst. Okay, so you're going to try to wrestle the girl away from the shadow thing. Um, yep. Alrighty, yeah. Let's see. Uh, let's see a strength fisticuffs check from you. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, it's going right. to be it's oh, going to be I'm... against this thing's strength defense. Gotcha. All right. Well, I'm going to assume it's got a good one. All right. Well, my strength is only one, and I don't have fisticuffs, so one card. But at least I can spend moxie on this one if I need to. Oh, King of Diamonds! I'll take that. Uh, you tear yeah. her, you tear her away from the shadow. Um, he uh, or she starts gasping for air again, rubbing her throat, saying, "Get me out of here! Get me out of here! He's trying to kill yeah, me! Rick is, he's trying to kill me!" Yeah, Ricky's intention is exactly that. He's going. He's, he's dragging her out the door and towards the car. Okay, and Monty. Okay, so I see all this go down, uh, and if. Some if uh, excuse me, uh, Ricky is trying to grab the girl and get out of there. Then he is going to try to assist in pulling her out of there. Okay, so you're just going to help basically haul haul her out toward the car. Um, the shadow thing. You guys have kind of gotten out of the room. The shadow thing is left in there with, uh, I guess, Mickey, right? That just, <laughs> that just like shot at the. Well, that just, yeah, I that mean, just attacked I, the thing. I've done a lot of. Th- I've done a lot of things for the crew. Uh, fighting shadow beasts is not one of them, and he's not interested in expanding his repertoire. Um, yeah, so he's going to he's going to try to get the girl out of okay, there. So you guys are getting her out of there. The shadow thing's going to come after Mickey. I'm going to flip some cards. That's going to be a queen of spades. I imagine a queen hits you. Uh, pr- probably. Uh, yeah, I have a uh, my. I'm looking for my body. Ten. Yeah, um, and uh, that was using the damage boost. Um, spades gives me four damage plus two is six damage for you, and it's cold damage. So unless you are somehow protected against cold, you have just gotten iced back at you there, uh, uh, Mickey Blue Eyes. Nope. Uh, I mean, yep, you got me. So I'm down to one um, HP. Ouch. Um, you got some moxie. You can attempt to prevent some of that. Yes, I will. I will. Sp- I will use one of my my last moxie. How do I? What What does that do? Flip a card. Um, you get. Uh, you prevent two if it's red, four if it's blue or black. I got a six of clubs, so, so prevent four, I prevented two, uh, four of that. Prevent four of the six. You only you only take two. No, that's not bad then. <laughs> it's not bad. Um, and then it's your turn. It's, it's, you're a little am... chilly, but it's your turn. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to run for the door and I'm going to block it by creating an ice ramp, which is. Rises up thirty feet. So does that would that block the door? Um, well, basically, you're going to ride the thing, right? That's kind of what the ramp's for. And you can basically start it in the door. That'll kind of uh, it'll slow the thing down, certainly. Sure, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. And you ramp out. This is this is the Iceman classic, right? The, the ride the ramp, the ice ramp. Um, so he, I love it. Um, so you ride out the door that way, um, and you can go right along with your uh, with your buddies if you want to. You kind of head in that direction. <laughs> Man, with with a fifty movement uh, compared to their thirty, I think I am flying by them to get the car ready. So you guys, you go zooming along. You get there. Um, what do you What are you doing at the car? What's the plan, everybody? I mean, because at this Drop at this point, you can all be kind of shouting to each other as you're as you're exiting. 
What is that thing? I don't know. I'm not saying to find out. Drive us out of here. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm hitting the high beams, uh, <laughs> if those exist back in the day. Sure, and I'm backing away as much as I can. And then as soon as I got plenty of, like, room, I'm going to squeal out of there. Okay. Um, you get over there. You drag her into the car, the two of you. And um, she's, you know, she's at this point kind of, like, hyperventilating. She's really freaking out. But as you get in the truck and start uh, driving away... Um, getting further away from the thing that was trying to kill her, she starts to calm down a bit. Um, and she says, thank you, thank you, thank you. What? Who are you? What are you? What's what's going on? I have a question. Why are we saving the bl- broad who blew up our warehouse? Because I we told her no one was going to take her fingers. Yeah, also we need information. And he just, uh, Ricky's, you know, in the back with the girl. He's He's got his derringer out and pointed at her as we're driving. Uh, and he's like, now, if you just let us talk from the beginning, this would have been so much simpler. As you're but- leaving, as you're driving away, um, you're heading down this main drag. And um, you are, uh, you see, sir- uh, you hear sirens and you see lights. And as you're driving passing you, you know, coming at you and then going past you toward that house that you were just at is a police car. Sirens blaring. And you continue talking to her. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so I just kind of keep the bit Derringer pointing at her like, now I suppose it's time to talk. What the hell was that? And, uh, tell us a little bit about this job you pulled earlier. See, uh, a friend of mine was in that warehouse and I'm a little miffed about the whole thing. I didn't pull no job. Oh, didn't you? Nah. Then what's with the champagne? Celebrating just finally getting uh, getting out from under the thumb of the, the, the fellow that I was working with. He was, he was infatuated with me. He was coming after me. He was always talking about how much uh i deserved better and, and he, he 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 could give me the world and and but i had my where, where's enrique probably making friends with uh whatever just tried to kill you back there shame seemed like a nice guy <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> um well the car speeding along she's not trying to escape out of a, of a speeding car but she's she's clearly distressed and uh she says he was he was he was possessive. He was teaching me how to do you know how to do jobs, and he was but he was possessive. And he, the man the man's in love with me, and and when I wouldn't when I wouldn't have him, when I wouldn't be with him, I figured he'd come after me. He sent you. What's going on? What's why why ain't I dead yet? You ain't dead yet because I'm trying to figure out who burned down my friend's warehouse. Want me? I didn't do yeah. nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boys, you believe her. Uh, I, I guess I'll try to get a read uh, from her. Okay, uh, give me perception uh, 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 insight. Um, and Monty, uh, Ricky, you're just kind of trying to get information out of her, but Monty, give me that perception insight as well. You guys are studying the situation. Uh, I got a seven of diamonds, and then I pulled a uh, eight of clubs. Monty? Uh, I got a ten of spades. Ten of spades. Um, she seems like she's on the up and up, Monty. Um, Mickey, you're not, or, uh, yeah, Mickey, you're not terribly sure. Seems okay. Seems like, uh, seems to make sense. Um, but Monty, she, yeah, she seems, she, she seems like she's, she's being honest. She's on the up and up here. Um, okay. Let me get this straight, Broad. Uh, 
you uh you happen to have the skill set and your ex-boyfriend happen to have the skill set in order to blow up a warehouse and you're telling me that <laughs> neither of you blew up a warehouse tonight no i mean if 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 a warehouse got blown up it was it, it, if it was one of us it was it was it was it was barty it was him he... yeah, hey guys he... guys i oh. got one of them thoughts with pictures uh, uh, oh boy uh, all right go ahead and share what if what if body wasn't drunk like what if body was like us he has a power you know what if when we woke him up it was him he was the shadow he sends his shadow out to do his stuff blows something up and then he has the perfect alibi because he's just laying there drunk supposedly in the back but then why didn't go on what if we got duped by the Shadow King, huh? The Shadow King, that's what you're calling him. Well, I mean, if if he's still stuck to the floor, you could go back to the Red Fern. It, uh, was, that, was that what it was called? The what fern, right? Yeah. The yeah, Scarlet, yeah, the Scarlet right. Fern. Scarlet Fern. But, 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 Mickey, if that was the case, why, why wasn't this broad blown up with her bow? I mean, that would be, I mean, that would be easy peasy lemon squeezy. You just turn the gas on and wait for a match. I mean, so I've heard. I don't know. I don't think he wanted to blow her up. He wanted he wanted to send some idiots there to kill the bow. I don't know. I'm just the guy driving the car. It just seems kind of weird. It, I don't think this broad did it. Maybe. I'm starting to think maybe the guy that we let go did it. So how about we turn this thing around, drive back to the Scarlet, and see if he's chiseled his way out. You know what? That's actually that's actually not a bad idea because uh, you know you ever get two Japanese fighting fish next to each other in bowls? Then every just day, like, every day, <laughs> they just they run at each other. They try to kill each other. Let's get these two fighting fish next to each other. See what shakes out. See, that's what I like to hear. Cooperation, family. Okay, let's go to the Scarlet <laughs> Fern. You uh, you return to the Scarlet Fern. Are you taking her in there? Um, what are you doing? Oh yeah, doing with her? yeah yeah okay. yeah. We're we're dragging her. So in. you just like just. Plowing through the place right back to the room again. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Well, that's, uh, that's kind of Mickey's thing. We could do illusions, y'all. Can we please? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ricky, you 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 make us look pretty then. Uh actually, can I? Because I know there's a specific boost that's for like stuff you can wear. That, but... That's a little rough to do. Like you know, the the uh, something that's static is uh, illusions work best for something that's a little static, or or if it it's doing like a repeating motion that you can just kind of right, make right. it do stuff. Um. If you wanted to really look like somebody else, that's uh, there's actually a power for that. Yeah, exactly. It's a separate power, yeah, so I don't think I can actually do that, that. Actually, is your shape shifting power? Yeah, exactly. So no, no. So uh, just Ricky, like as soon as people start pouring out of the car and kind of like marching towards Ricky, like hold on, we are not going in there brandishing guns and tearing through the place. After all, we got to come back here eventually and drink. Well, two oh, of yeah. us. Oh. <laughs> so, and uh, he's he's got his uh you know he's got his uh Dillinger uh Derringer uh and he's going to put a a hand calmly on uh, Sally's shoulder and keep the Derringer at her back, nice and pressed, so she knows it's there. And now we are all going to very calmly walk in and make our way back to the VIP section. Nobody acts funny. Nobody says anything. Everybody gets there alive. Capish, capish. He, he looks to Sally. <laughs> he looks to Sally specifically. She's she's on board. 
she just All right. nods and she walks along with you. Uh, the group of you walks back through the uh, Scarlet Fern, back toward the corridor there, back to the private room you were in. You get back to the room. Um, it is as you left it before, um, save for a couple of details. Um, Barty is not there. The uh, chunk of ice that had been affixing him to the floor is broken up, um, and a fair a bit of it has melted. Um, and uh, the... Uh, you know, the, the bottle and the glasses and everything else that was there, the credenza with the liquor and all that, and that's all there. Um, and there is a napkin sitting on the table, and scrawled on the napkin in pencil is... Not sure if you'll get this. If you did, it's because you got out of there before I called the cops. But I'd like to thank you. I'm guessing one of them, maybe both of them, is dead. See you around. Barty. Barty! Well, I'm just going to be honest with you. That's the worst thank you letter I ever received. <laughs> Third worst from me, boss. Okay, listen. Um, uh, give me one second. I'm going to go back. Uh, Mar- uh, excuse me. Monty is going to go back over to the whiskey bottle that he talked to before. Pick it up with a like a swagger and just look right at the, you know, the Jack Stallion label and say, Hey buddy, it's me again. Hey, the fellow who is stuck here on ice, which way did he go? Out. Uh, I'm going to point my hand and you tell me which way he go. And I'm just going to like, kind of act like a compass and wait for him to say that he says, way. Out when you're pointing at the door. Cool. Back door or front door? Uh, just the door door, the door into the, the private uh, okay. room. Okay. All right, thanks, buddy. You, um, you know, give me a perception. Uh, uh, um, yeah, perception sense. Okay, holding the bottle because you, you, yeah, you like this time you were like you got the bottle right up in your hand. Ace of Hearts. Um, something smells weird. You've, you know, I mean, you're not a drinker, but you've smelled alcohol. It's not very strong. Hey, fellas, you mm-hmm. smell that? That's funny. Yeah, it takes. I was gonna say it, t- it takes Ricky a second to kind of put put uh, two or two together in his head. Strange smell, guys who sets bombs. Get the hell out! And he just grabs Sally and books it out of the room. Um, uh, Ricky, uh, uh, Mickey, are you doing anything? Uh, well, yeah. If we're running, I'm gonna run along okay. with him. I have no idea what's going on. Uh, Mickey doesn't, at least, but he's he's good at following orders, so he's getting the hell out of the room. Um, yeah, you guys, you, you book out of there and, um, out to the street. Uh, where are you going? Uh, I'm going to, uh, before we leave, because I I think Monty's put it together as well. Uh, as, as we're like hustling out of, uh, the crowd, Monty is going to go up next to Ricky and say, is this what I think it is? I suspect it is. Or it's you about think to this be. guy's going to blow this place up? He kind of pauses a moment. God damn it. And this before, right before they exit, the, 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 they're reaching the door outside. He turns back and just yells out loudly, There's a bomb in the back room! Uh-huh. And then, <laughs> and then Monty, Monty leans into Ricky and says, Sorry, buddy, I know you wanted to come back here. And he pulls the revolver out of Ricky's holster and then puts it in his hand and fires it. 
into the okay. air. Um, everybody panics. <laughs> uh, and they're, but they and get out. There's ish. a stampede. Um, and in the hullabaloo, in the hubbub, and all this, um, you guys kind of all get jostled around and pushed around and separated from each other a bit. And well, they do. I turn into well, gas. Sure. Um, but from a distance, you see um, you see Sally. And in amongst this crowd that's going crazy, um, uh, Monty, you get a sense again that there is something following, something watching. Um, and you see um, appearing finally out of nothing into its translucent into her translucent form is Henrietta. And she floats up uh, to Sally, who is trying to figure out where everything is, what's going on. And she floats her form into Sally and possesses her. And Sally turns and walks back into the building, deeper into the building, deeper into the building. What do the rest of you do? Oh, wait. Did did you guys see that? Uh, God damn it, Henrietta. Uh, Unless unless Henrietta has a thing for blowing blowing herself up, I'm going to think that maybe this doesn't have a bomb in it. Or maybe it doesn't. She's just trying to off the broad. So you're in the you're, you're in the middle of chaos as this is going on. Are you are you sticking around or are oh, you getting out? Yeah, we're yeah, we're gonna we're gonna follow uh, Henrietta. I yeah, am, we're gonna I'm, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna elbow our way through and try and get back inside. Okay. Um you uh start making your way back, you get uh you follow Henrietta or well you know, Sally slash Henrietta. Um, as she walks all the way toward the back of the house um, and uh, she sits down and just waits. Yeah, we get to the room. Sally, Henrietta, whoever, what? What are you doing? Um, and a uh, Sally speaks and it's the sound of Sally's voice but with Henrietta's voice overlaid on top of it as well. And she says, I'm getting rid of the gal who killed me. She must have learned how Barty did it, and she killed me. It's time it for her to die. Her, Henrietta. Run away, boys. I don't want you in here. I don't want this to happen to you. Henrietta, it wasn't her. It was Barty. He tricked us. We're not done yet. If you kill her, if you take her out with you... I don't know. I don't know how okay. any of this works. But she's not the okay, one. Give me, right. Give me, let's convince her. Give me charisma uh, uh, d- diplomacy. Yeah, can do. All right. First card. Ooh, I got the good joker. Oh, oh shit. There. Okay. She goes hey. with you. It's simple. She's like, you know, she, she says, are you sure? Are you sure? Also, go towards the <laughs> are light. Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> like, Yes. Yes, and he he holds up. Uh, you know, he he grabbed that that or you know whoever grabbed the the napkin with uh with Barty's little note. He kind of like shakes that around like it was Barty, and we're gonna get him. But you can't kill her. She had nothing to do with this. Now come on, we're running out of time, and you don't want to see your boys end up like you. She uh she hustles Sally, um and and Sally runs, um, heading back out the front door of the Scarlet Fern. Um, at this point now, most of the crowd that you got man- you managed to get out of the place has taken off. Uh, you know they've, they've gotten out, um, and so it's just the four of you. Um, you hustle out the front door um, just as the Scarlet Fern explodes. Much like it, uh, you know, it, it's the you 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 remember feeling this before? Uh, just uh, it's just a few hours ago. Um, your your 
thrown across the, the parking lot a little bit, um, knocked down, wind knocked out of you, bright light, takes a moment for your eyes to adjust to darkness again. Um, and uh, Sally is lying there, and she gets up, she says, what What happened, what happened? And, and Henrietta's voice is no longer there, it's just Sally. And Henrietta, the ghost of Henrietta, is nowhere to be seen. <sighs> long story, Sally, long story. Sally says, I suppose. Henrietta said... You still got to get him. Yeah. And that's where I'm going to end this story. Because uh, yeah. Barty has gotten away. And, uh, you know, noir stories oftentimes don't end perfectly happily. Um, this would be a great uh, adventure. Just kind of the way the way things worked out. This would be a great kickoff for, like, you know, the next segment of the story. Is oh, yeah. Hunting Barty down. Oh, yeah. Um, absolutely. Uh, yeah. But that's the, that's the, that's, that's, that's Capers Noir. Um, you, uh, your characters here, um, in the following day or two, uh, news reports of a, uh, um, um, a jilted lover who strangled her, uh, unconscious boyfriend, um, in a little craftsman house. And so now Sally is wanted and, um, word sort of dries up, um, about Barty. You start asking around in your circles that you know and contacts and some of the people in the underworld and other organizations, and nobody has heard from Barty. Um, the man has disappeared like a ghost. Well, at least Sally has a place to stay with us. She's, she takes over for Henrietta and now she's part of like the Charlie's angels of, uh, <laughs> well, you're, you're, you're the, you're the, uh, you're the Charlie's angels and she's, uh, Bos or not Bosley, Bosley but uh, who, she's Charlie, you know, basically. Um, and I would like yeah. to just point out here: who was it that made the joke "best served cold" earlier? I did. Um, yeah, the adventure. Best <laughs> served cold. Nice. It's titled "Best Served Cold" nice. um, because it was all a revenge story. Um, a number. Of I love it. Revenge possibilities that were going on there. That was great. So uh, I hope you enjoyed it, uh, listeners. I yes, hope very this much gave so. You, I hope this gave you listeners um, a. Uh, a taste of what Capers Noir can be like. So, like, yeah, a little bit of action stuff, but uh, also a lot of mood and setting and fun uh, kind of mystery solving and trying to figure out what's really going on. Noir stories are great for, yeah. are great for yeah, presenting a... presenting the initial mystery, and then there's always more to it. There's always depth and layers. And even in a short game, you can you can layer a few things in there like that. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. And I, I thought the system was very easy to follow and very easy to like do. So uh, definitely would love to pick this up. Uh, and when is the Kickstarter for Capers Noir? Uh, the Capers Noir Kickstarter uh, begins on March 12th. Not sure when you guys are posting this, um, but it starts March 12th. That's a Tuesday. It'll run for about a month. Um, you'll be able to get uh, Capers Noir as a PDF for 10 bucks, And that also gets you a discount code to buy the uh, soft cover of the book. Um, at cost, which only is just like a few bucks plus, plus shipping, so it's super cheap. Um, and there will be backer levels that allow you to get the core game book because you need that. Capers Noir is a supplement. It's only 50 or so pages. Um, but you will be able to get uh, Capers if you don't already have it. Um, so you can get uh, both the books or just... if you Maybe you don't, maybe Noir is not your thing and you just want the Prohibition game. It's another chance to get Capers uh, itself at, at a good deal. And there's going to be a couple other surprises in there. And back a little, well, fantastic. Back a uh, Dave, Dan, do you have any uh, closing ar- uh, things to say before we leave? <laughs> closing arguments. I love it. Uh, no, I, I, I love the game. I, it, it honestly, out of, uh, out of, you know, the many superhero games that we've tried out, I really like the fact that we can just kind of 
casually use our powers uh, and not really have to deal too much with uh, rolling or cards or anything until it actually matters. And it finally did pay uh, off for you. All those low cards, you finally you kicked off the, the, the good joker right at the end. <laughs> yeah, it took me a while. Man. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I, I think I think the system's... Uh, I, I, I just like how it flows. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a fan so far, yeah. Now, uh, real quick, uh, there's some stuff that uh, I read in the uh in the supplement that i was really into that understandably for time constraints we didn't get to can you tell me about the shadow or the gloom or whatever it is like this this perv like i love so i love post-war anything i love this idea that a war inflicts some sort of like psychic scar on a setting and in 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 this noir setting you put in this idea of like this kind of darkness right so can you tell me tell us more right. about this in uh, world war ii in this in, in this version of world war ii this alternate history world war ii has caused so much death and destruction that it it has scarred the world it's you know that's that's a good way of putting it it has thinned the veil between the uh, the world that we live in and the world of dead things um, and so even though ghosts and, and things like that have existed in this world, they've been very, very rare and often just kind of considered um, stories to scare children. Um, but now uh, with uh, the devastation, uh, some of those, op- some of those, uh, the, the, it's, it's torn open. And that, that spirit world, that world land of the dead is called the gloam. Um, and where, um, where, the, where the veil thins and the gloam seeps out into the world are, are referred to in the game as gloamings. Um, and those are areas where everything's a little darker, a little colder. People get uh, fall to despair, and um, they have the, there's the potential of their souls being corrupted by the by the darkness that's there. And so the game also has. We didn't play with that mechanic. We used the investigation thing. The game also has a. Um, uh, if you play Capers Noir at all, and with the gloamings and everything, there's a thing in there called a shade track. Your character could fall down the shade track and corrupt your soul, and. Uh, it does some bad things, but it also gives you some benefits. So it's 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 a uh, it's enticing because you can potentially call upon the gloam to benefit you. Um, but there's but there's a price for it. I love that as a noir setting because it very much reminds me of like things like the Third Man and stuff like that, where it's like the more uh, corrupted the protagonist becomes, the more cynical they become, the more capable of a of a protagonist there because they just stop caring about the repercussions of what they're doing. And I, yeah, when I read that, I was like, I'm 1000% in, I love this. I love noir. And I love the fact that you, you, you made a mechanic for uh, the pros and cons of becoming a, a hard boiled or otherwise noir protagonist. So yeah, uh, we didn't get to it, but I, I just wanted to ask about that. Cause I love it. <laughs> and, uh, and you guys had like in the core game, you have every character has a virtue and a vice. Um, in if you play a, a noir setting game, um, rather than having a virtue, you have what's called a beacon, um, and to an extent, it, it works the same way. It's a it's a good thing about you. Your vice is kind of your bad thing that you know your habit that you're addicted to, the thing that you you know the bad thing that you do. Um, but in in noir, the it's your beacon is the thing that you care about most in the world. It's the thing that can potentially bring you back from the darkness. So if you fall down the shade track. Um, you can potentially draw yourself back out of it by embracing your beacon and protecting it or helping it or, or you know, whatever it might be. It might be a person. It might be a neighborhood that you are sworn to protect. It might be people that are depending on you. Um, there's a, there's a, a variety of different beacons you can choose. Well, awesome. fan- yeah, no, yeah, I loved it. Yeah, fantastic. Well, we're getting a little bit late, so I think we're going to have to close up. But uh, how about you? Uh, how about you say the goodbyes, uh, uh, Craig uh, and uh 
throw out anything that you want to go out there. Any last words, uh, last statements, uh, last thoughts that you want us to hear? Sure. Um, yeah, I'm Craig Campbell. This has been uh, Capers Noir, which is a uh, uh, supplement for the... Oh, we didn't mention, it's just so weird for me to say this, but the Banff Seas award-winning Capers. Uh, my little yes, game, it is. My little Woo! Game award. Woo-hoo! Um, and, uh, you know, my hope is to be able to uh, make more supplements, um, but supplements are a tough sell. Uh, because they don't sell as well as uh, the core game. So the best way to see um, more supplements after Capers Noir is for Capers Noir to be successful, to not only fund and, and get made, but actually maybe show a little profit so that I, um, you know, it, it makes it worth the time and effort um, to move forward. And I've got ideas, and I've actually got stuff written. If this one does well, I want to roll right into uh, putting something else together. And that one's going to be set in the 60s called Capers Covert, and it takes you into Bond-style villainy. Um, with gadget if, rules. if we could keep on going until we get to like the eight like miami <laughs> vice 80s no, i'm down uh, I'm so no, down. The, the plan is for 20s 40s 60s and then i've got uh, one more idea for something that will actually uh overarch over all of those and connect them all Great. craig i want to i want you to come back for every single <laughs> different uh extension and we're constantly looking for bartholomew <laughs> sure he just keeps getting older and older He's just he's just our arch rival for decades. Um, well, if if you want to if you want to uh, play something in Cap- Capers Covert, we got to get Capers Noir funded and and, okay. and beyond funded. It needs, it, it, needs to, it needs to make well, fanable listeners. Yeah, fanable listeners, let's make that happen. We had a great time. Uh, thank you so much, Craig, for coming out here. Uh, and again, uh, he is from the Nerd Burger podcast. So make sure to also check that out. We're gonna have the link to the Kickstarter. We're gonna have the link to his podcast and uh, the. We're just going to have all the links in the uh, show notes. So uh, thank you for listening and good night. Yeah. And for, and of all the podcasts in all the world, you're the person who had to walk into arms. <laughs> you're the, <you're> the podcast. <laughs> because it's, it's, it's a noir sure, thing. Sure. You got it. It's a noir. Th- okay. We're going to cut this yeah. up. <laughs> we'll fix, we'll fix it in post. Hey everybody. This is Dave from Fanable. Thank you very much for listening. If you want to hear more, go on over to fanable.com and listen to any one of our many podcasts. I'm sure we've got some sort of genre that we've recorded that will absolutely tickle your fancy. If you're interested in following us on Twitter, we're at Fandible. Same thing with Facebook. And if you want to throw some shillings our way, then take a look at the Fandible Patreon. With the money, we keep this crazy train going by paying for equipment, going to conventions so we can meet you lovely, lovely people, and for paying Johnny Law off so they stay off our backs. Thank you very much for listening, and some something clever. Something clever. Nothing? No one wants to... I'm literally looking up four of my closest friends, and no one's... Thank you! <laughs>